What the f happened last night? You find out the morning after. Let's do this thing. All right, let's roll. A Twisted Tuesday edition. The morning after, I'm Gabriel Moretzi, Fantasy Sports Radio, Television Networks, iHeart. Shout out to all of our sports byline affiliates across America, television affiliates uh, as well. Uh, let's uh, do this thing. Joe Ranieri stepping up and in uh, from Florida, and um, we're going to talk. Uh, we're going to talk a lot of things, including there. There's Phil's calves. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty serious. Yeah, those those don't look those don't look photoshopped there's, there's at all. There's dudes in the UFC that don't have calves like that, man. Exactly. <laughs> and who's snapping that photo, man? He's totally flexing too. That's the thing. Like he's totally like, <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. Like freaking Phil, right? You know, one thing I want I want to say though is, <laughs> I noticed. So the only reason we noticed this is because I I, I can't. This wasn't planned. So this is what makes good radio. Impromptu. I wasn't like, I'm going to open up the show with Phil's calves. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> but to get into Kyler Murray, NBA, and all this type of stuff. But nevertheless, I, the only reason we see this is because you're allowed to wear shorts now during the uh, during practice rounds. Yep. Wasn't it yep. kind of stupid that you weren't allowed to wear shorts before in the practice round? Like, oh, they're really loosening up, aren't they, Joe? <laughs> Yeah, they, they've come a long way. They're like baseball. They uh, the way they they change the rules takes uh, you know an act of God. It's it's amazing how far they've come. You know, maybe they should just let the golfers wear whatever the hell they want to wear on the course, and more people would pay attention to it. Exactly correct. Yeah, no, exactly correct. Like, they all like they fight fun. These people all the time. It's like no, yes. no, 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 no. So speaking of which, actually, uh, in the PGA, this is something else that's funny. So yeah, Matt Kuchar paid up, guys. Mm. Matt Kuchar paid up, not because he wanted to. And even in a damn statement, it even said, Joe, I let my partners down and my sponsors down. You know 100%. This was like Bridgestone and uh, and Skechers and all the others that he has, whoever the hell that he has, telling him, dude, we can't put you on TV like selling shoes when you stiff caddies. Right? Like, he, he didn't really have a choice but to pay. I kind of think it's too late for him anyways because everyone knows he's cheap and he tried to stiff the caddy. Uh, I did hear a pretty solid argument. Like, it was the best defense that somebody made for him, and I'll, I'll throw it out on the other side. But you're playing in Mexico this week, Joe. Do you think he goes? I, I think he has him caddy for him again. That would be the good way to go handle this. Yep. And they hug and their pictures and exactly. But I don't think he goes. Do you? Eventually, it's going to happen. You'll turn the key and your engine won't start. Don't lose your ability to get around. Visit O'Reilly Auto Parts for a super start battery. Whether it's a reliable economy, hardworking premium, or powerful extreme, you'll find it at an everyday low price. Don't let a dead battery slow you down. Visit O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Message and data rates may apply. Hi, I'm Frank Thomas, the Big Hurt. After I left baseball, I just couldn't stay in shape like I used to. Turns out, once you hit 40, your body has less free testosterone, and that can make it harder to get into shape. So I got back into the game with Nugenics. I'm feeling stronger with a lot more energy and drive. You want to get back into shape? Get Nugenics. All you have to do is send one simple text. Frank's right. 
Just text YOUTH to 321321 to get a complimentary bottle of award-winning Nugenics, the number one selling free testosterone booster at GNC. Its unique man-boosting formula is powered by Testofen, a patented key ingredient clinically researched to help a man feel stronger, leaner, more energetic, and more passionate. And guys, she'll like the difference too. Nugenics samples are not available in stores. To get your complimentary bottle, text YOUTH to 321321. That's Y-O-U-T-H to 321321. Indeed knows finding the right hire takes time away from your business. Hiring a qualified data engineer felt like a second job. More job seekers use Indeed than any other site, so there's no better place to find someone with the skills you're looking for. I needed someone with a master's in computer science and database experience. Plus, Indeed screener questions help you find your shortlist fast. Now I'm back to having just one job. See why more than 3 million companies worldwide use Indeed to hire. Post your job at Indeed.com slash hire. Indeed, the world's number one job site. Source com score total visits. I had great results. I lost 70 pounds. My weight two went down to 195. My doctor told me, if it works for you, then do it. A lot of people say to me, how did you lose the weight? I said, I take Andro 400 every day. I'm going to take it forever. That was Walt talking about Andro 400. Now listen to what Bob has to say. When you listen to your radio commercials, you say that's not possible. But since I've experienced it, your commercials aren't strong enough. I am 76, and I've had a belly for way too long. My whole body is shrinking. My energy level has gone up. And the only thing difference is Andro 400. It's great stuff. I tried other products, and nothing happened. Guys, if you'd like to lose stubborn belly fat, gain energy, and feel years younger, try Andro 400, the safe, natural, and affordable way to boost your testosterone. Go to to andro400.com or call 888-400-0435 888-400-0435 andro400.com All right, let's do this thing. Morning after continues Fantasy Sports our radio television network. I am Gabriel Morenci, Joe Ranieri stepping up and in uh, from Florida. Phil Savage going to join us a little bit later on. I'm looking forward to that, actually. Uh, Phil used to run the Senior Bowl. Um, so I imagine, Joe, if you run the Senior Bowl, like he's probably a pretty good guy to talk to about the NFL draft. <laughs> he is uh, one of the best, actually, if uh, if you guys have never had a chance to listen to him. when he, Anybody and everyone that is about to get drafted here, he's got a sheet on. It's amazing. Um, you know, he really, he really does. And I look forward to just firing off some names at him, some, some sort of, uh, some situations like, you know, good examples like Kyler Murray, you know, I don't think he's going to throw at the pro at the, uh, at the combine. Does that matter? Um, you know, stuff like that, the smoke screens amongst, um, amongst, uh, general managers in the media, you can already see the Murray bashing has begun. Some people love him. Some people hate him. And I think it's probably good because there's, there's other players in the draft that other people uh, aren't that the media is not talking about allow allow GMs to step. But I sort of wanted to ask about the mind games that go on around um, around uh, the draft. So uh, speaking of Phil Savage, he's also the general manager of the mm. Arizona Hotshots of the Alliance uh, of American Football League. And uh, props to you, uh, Joe. Um, it was it was a um, act of faith. I got to tell you to take Christian Hackenberg versus the Hot Shots <laughs> plus the points, <laughs> which he did it successfully. And speaking yep. successfully, we are now seven and four on the season through two weeks. And to be honest with you, I'm actually eight and three because I played a teaser that I didn't post. But 
officially posted picks through two weeks. Seven and four, we'll take it. Um, we were on San Antonio. They coughed it up mm. against Orlando, but congratulations on the Arizona. I mean, you said, hey, I'm taking 16 and a half points blindly in a football game like this. I went all with, uh, you know, my my thought was we got one week in the books and you, laying double digits uh, for a team we really don't know anything about yet. I went all underdogs. It worked great Saturday. Didn't work. Uh, didn't work all that good on Sunday. The favorites won Sunday. The dogs covered on Saturday. That's that's right, Ed. We're gonna um, we're gonna keep this thing rolling. I think we can crush uh, this league as we start to figure it out. And I'll tell you. Yes. The weather, and we'll speak to Phil about this. I think the weather caught Arizona off guard a little bit. It was pretty cold and rainy. It was something I really didn't think of, uh, to be honest with you. Um, They stated that Singletary's defense really did confuse them as well. But the game on Sunday was a lot of fun. That uh, I think it was the best game of the year that we've had so far, the Orlando and San Antonio game. And mm-hmm. They've got something going in San Antonio. They had like 30,000 people uh, in that dome. And, you know, it was it was a high-scoring game, was going back and forth. And I had my doubts. I'm going to bring this up with Phil as well. But, Joe, I had my doubts. When I had my doubts about this league, not doubts, but, you know, Steve Spurrier. And I'm thinking, well, what, you know, is he going to be there for two weeks and leave? Is it just sort of ha-ha-ha? Uh, I saw Steve Spurrier during this game, bro. You wouldn't be able to tell whether he was coaching the South Carolina Gamecocks, Florida Gators, or Washington Redskins. Yeah. Like, you know, like from the head of, like, you know, no logo or anything. He was like, oh, God. He was like the headsets. He was stressed. He looked like he was having a heart. He was like, he was like, you know, leaned over when they won. It's like he won the SEC or something. He hugged one of the coaches. We're never out of a game. We're never out of a game. He's hugging his coaches. Great job. Like he's mic'd up. And you see Rick Neuheisel. You see these guys. They're not mailing it in. Like Mike Martz is serious as hell. That's that's the one thing I like about this league. It's not just sort of like, well, hey, you know, whatever. It's, hey, it's just a rec league. Hey, you know, let's not take it too seriously. No, no, these guys are taking it seriously. Yeah, and and I think from a competitive standpoint, we couldn't have asked for a better weekend with these games. Competitive uh, quarterback play, obviously, I think we learned is is going to be most valuable in this league. There are some teams that can chuck it around. Arizona, uh, Orlando, there are some teams that can put up some points. There are some teams that are still working through it, but you know what? They're playing great defense, and like, offensive lines take time to gel. Quarterbacks take a little time to get on the same page with the wide receivers. I think by week six, week six or seven, we'll have a much better idea of just how good this leak is. Uh, but keep in mind, if you'd blindly just bet the unders every game so far, you'd be six and two. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I'll look, I'll, I'll load up the matchups for this week. There's going to be no totals yet, but I can tell you right now already. All right, that game will go over. There's only a few. Like, listen, we know Orlando can score. We know yes. San Antonio can score. We know Arizona can score, but Arizona have a good defense, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, all right. So, and schedule. they got an extra gear. I mean, Arizona showed you, yeah. and, and Phil will talk about this when it when the chips were down. What we saw them do there is they kicked it into another gear. So they're one of those teams that can, when they need points, they can. There's no lead safe with the Arizona team. No, uh, Arizona already played uh, Salt Lake. Uh, earlier this year, and they put up a ton of points. They're playing, uh, I see they're playing again, this time in Salt Lake. Arizona at Salt Lake, Memphis at Orlando, Birmingham at Atlanta, and San Antonio at uh, San Diego. So one last note about the AF before we move on from this is 
the story just broke, actually, that the AF was already um, looking for money. They needed a cash uh, in, uh, you know, influx, and they got it in a big way. The owner of the Carolina Hurricanes, not the Panthers, Carolina mm. Hurricanes, the hockey team, uh, basically bought the AAF like last night for $250 million. And yep. um, basically he becomes the new chairman of the board. He's It's his league suddenly. <laughs> like, yeah. You drop 250 mil down on the table, Joe, you get to do what you want. So, um, yeah, they, <laughs> I wonder, yeah. though, like it's a lot of money. And I like the league, but I don't know, you know how much money they're really getting from these television contracts. It's a lot of money to sink into this thing. Um, but at least, you know, the stability of the league now, the players know, because, you know, that's that would have been a big problem with the players already. And they stated, yeah, like, if we didn't get this money now, basically, we were going to get out of money by the end of the month type of deal. Which is hard to believe because you have the XFL also going to get ready to take center stage. And uh, there's certainly been some hype around uh, this league in in two weeks. And I do think the handle in Vegas, we did see the handle increase a little bit as well this week from a betting perspective. And I do think that as this continues to grow, I I do think by week seven, week eight, week nine, getting ready for the playoffs, I I do think the, the betting handle will also increase increase the popularity of what we're seeing right now. Yeah. And people, you know, as you stated, it's, you know, the degenerates got in in week one, as people get to see it more and more, um, they'll start to, to start to lay it down. You know, we have March madness around the corner. And of course you can bet on the NFL draft now uh, mm. as well. And you can bet on the combine. Now I, you know, I do bet on the draft. I'm a big draft better. And we usually do pretty well, actually. And you know what I like about betting on the draft, Joe, is the odds makers are kind of screwed. You know what I mean? Like when it comes to like sports, they they're smarter than me. I'm not an MIT guy. I'm not an algorithm. We're not betting against Fat Tony, right? Smoking a cigar. Mm. It's a computer. So like with the in-game numbers, we're like, man, those numbers are sharp, right? When it comes to a draft, bro, the the guys that set the numbers in Costa Rica or in Vegas, and hey, God bless the accordion. He's freaking smart. We see how sharp these numbers are in the AAF, and he set them, and you know the futures, etc. But without being stated. They don't know. There is no computer algorithm with what the general manager of the San Francisco 49ers, Chicago Bears are going to do, yeah, what the Jaguars yeah. going to do. So, therefore, yeah. they almost have to go by media coverage. And, you know, who? what media coverage are they relying on? Some of them are relying on Mel Kuyper. Like, essentially, like a lot of the props, uh, Joe, when it comes to the NFL draft, they're basically sort of tailored around what the ES, you know what I mean? The the yep. mainstream mock drafts are. Yep. And really, Mel Kuyper's a great present, you know, he's a great um he's an entertainer. He can present it. Uh, but if Mel Kuyper put a football team together, they'd be 0 and 16. No. Like, no, you I, know mean, what he, I mean, like he's throwing darts. He sells it. He's convincing. He has no idea. Nobody knows. I was reading, Joe, about, like, if they knew, then Pace wouldn't have traded up to get Trubisky. He would have waited because he didn't know. I was reading about, like, general managers were saying about, like, um, about rumors and stuff. And they said, man, we don't even know who we're drafting until the night before half the time, right? It's one of these deals where, all right, what's the final decision? No one really knows. And they were saying that general managers in the NFL really don't know what other guys are going to do. They really do keep it so close to the vest. Right, so I think you can make money if you can read between the lines and you're smarter than the mainstream, and we are. That's why we'll make you money during the draft. Morning After continues.
If you or someone you love suffers from drug addiction, now is the time to utilize your private health insurance PPO plan. If eligible, receive up to $30,000 or more in substance abuse benefits with low or no out-of-pocket cost. We are the National Treatment Network, the premier drug and alcohol treatment referral service operating 24-7. We help connect you with facilities nationwide that accepts PPO private health insurance for substance abuse. If you have PPO substance abuse coverage and you need immediate admittance to a medical detox or residential rehab treatment center, call us now. Call our live referral helpline today. The call is free. This program is not available to Medicare or Medicaid customers. Call 800-296-1252. 800-296-1252. That's 800-296-1252. Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors, just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free Page Publishing new author submission kit. One quick three-minute phone call. That's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published. Pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number. 800-603-0885. 800-603-0885. That's 800-603-0885. If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down, 800-593-7491. That's 800-593-7491. When you call, you'll speak with a Social Security disability expert and get a free evaluation to see if you may qualify for disability insurance benefits from the U.S. government. That's right, a monthly cash payment paid directly to you from the Social Security Administration. Whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied disability benefits, call now. The disability attorneys at Pinnacle Disability can help you build your case, file an appeal, and represent you at no upfront cost to you. Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now. One morning after Fantasy Sports Radio Network. I'm Gabriel Morenci, Television Networks, uh, the affiliate shout out, Sports Byline. Uh, Phil Savage going to join us. Uh, but uh, we got uh, Mark Berman of the New York Post as well going to step up in uh, about uh, 940 uh, or so. Mark Berman of the New York Post. And uh, we'll talk about this uh, New York Nick uh, stuff mm. in which I don't believe it. Like, you know, I, you know. And I was talking about, so we just ended the last uh, segment talking about how general managers don't know what other general managers are going to do. You're going to read all this stuff about mock drafts, and this team likes that guy, and yeah, they might like somebody, but it doesn't mean they're going to draft them. They, 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 you know, a lot of general managers like a lot of players. They can only draft one of them. So, that you know, that's kind of uh, vague. But 
like Bill Simmons, and I don't know how you feel about Bill Simmons. I was never like a Bill Simmons disciple type thing. I don't mm. know. See, I don't know if it's for like people a little younger than us, Joe. Like to, to some people, Bill Simmons is like a hero. You know what I mean? Like the, you know, the role model. I'm not. I'm not bashing Bill Simmons. I, he's a very smart guy, etc. He's very successful. He's ultra rich. So like, yeah, I, I don't have nothing against. For me, he was too much of a Boston guy, right? Mm. Too much of a Boston slant, but. I, you know, I've never really been like everything he says is gospel, but like how the hell, like honestly, how would Bill Simmons know what James Dolan is going to do? Yeah. Like, and and you where, where's the it. connection that James Dolan somehow, <laughs> that, you know what I mean? Like, if yeah. J, like how, so what James Dolan told a dude in Boston that, you know, James Dolan hates everyone, doesn't talk to anybody, but somehow Bill Simmons knows what he knows the guy you're going to sell to. Like, I don't know, like I don't buy it. I I don't believe I don't believe Simmons. And quite frankly, in what world why would Dolan sell the team? Because what? Because people cry about him. People cry about Dan Snyder too. Like you know what I mean? Like uh, like why why would he sell the team? It's a cash cow, bro. It's across the street. It's an ATM machine. There's concerts more than just the Knicks. You got the Rangers. There's concerts. Um, and the Knicks suddenly are in a good spot coming up. Like, why would he sell them now? Like, I, I, I'm not buying any of this. We'll see what Berman says. What's your take, Joe? I, you know what it is? I don't trust anything that comes out of Bill Simmons mouth now, because I do think, uh, you know, there is a, there's motive behind when he drops things like this. He is a Boston guy. He's not what well, he's never been wired into New York. He wouldn't really have any sort of connection as to what Dolan wants to do, not only with the Knicks, but with the whole Madison square garden network. And you know, he does have his podcast. He does have his things. And, and wouldn't you know it in a very slow time of the, uh, the NBA is they're coming back from the all-star game here's bill simmons making headlines because he's dropping dolan's name and the knicks and a for sale sign and all of a sudden people are talking about him and as far as the gabe, knicks are concerned I, gabe you mentioned yeah, disciples, right like so i'm a little bit i'm a little bit younger than you and i'm one of those guys right that grew up on simmons blogging and being the yeah, simmons yeah. guy and, and wanting to be bill simmons that whole deal i feel like he is kind of plugged into that nba like i don't think he doesn't make stuff up he, he just he, he's not one of those kind of guys like i listen to his podcast on the ringer like i'm exactly who you're speaking to right now i i don't think he just pulls it out of his no ass. i don't think i don't think he's just like he's not yeah i'm not gonna say he's that little credibility but how about i saying i don't believe the source then i could say sure of course yeah i don't well do you think the, do you think dolan wants to sell the knicks so this rumor started a couple of months ago, right? Like that it leaked out that, hey, I'd sell the Knicks if I got the right price. But that's anybody. If you give me $10 million, of course I'll sell the Knicks. So I think that. Well, I'll buy them for 10. If, if you, if Greg, if you can get million, me the Knicks for 10, 10 million, million, I'll, I'm going to try to borrow. I can borrow the money. Some, I'll say, <laughs> dude, I get the Knicks for 10 million. It was a $10 billion valuation, I think. Um, but yeah, so I, so I think that. Well, that's the thing. What are the, exactly? The Knicks. It's more than the billion. Knicks. Five billion without Madison Square Garden is what the rumored uh, asking price is. Just for the Knicks alone, five billion separate of Madison Square Garden. Yeah, why not just wait until they're really good in a couple of years and get uh, twelve billion, right? Like, sure. yeah. I, I'm, I'm not like I said. So as far as Bill Simmons, hey, listen, we'll speak to Mark Burton about this if, if, if people are really buying into this. But as far as the Knicks are concerned, they are in a good spot moving forward. Now we'll see. We'll see what happens. It's going to be an interesting offseason here in the National Basketball Association. The Brooklyn Nets also have money to spend. And don't discount them that they're not going to try to make a splash, even though they have a good thing going uh, right now. So, yeah, Mark Berman, uh, Phil Savage uh, will join us. So, 
I was saying, Joe, so I bet on the NFL draft. I've done that. We've done well with it. But as far as the combine is concerned, Mm. even I sort of have my limits. And, you know, this is coming from someone, you name it. Like, I bet on virtual soccer. Like, computer, (laughs) like, typing, like, yelling, stupid, fake virtual Germany. But I'm not really down with betting, like, uh, 40s and, like, how many many push-ups guys are going to do like that. That's a little extreme. (laughs) Yeah, well, it is being, and the interesting part, too, is that I do believe um, ABC is going to air two hours of direct combine well, I coverage. I guess we're betting on it then, Joe. Y- yeah, <laughs> and I was going to say, because you know that's going hand in hand, that when all of a sudden ABC decides that America wants more football and that this is going to be a ratings grabber, then they are anticipating that we are going to be all hyped up for uh, a little combine coverage. Two hours, including the wide receivers, the quarterbacks, you know, all of the uh, all of the hype that's surrounding that. Kyla Murray, will he or won't he? These guys are banking that we are going to be tuning in. Now, I read an interesting piece. It was on uh, um, Pro Football Talk slash NBC Sports, basically Peter King, who I thought sort of retired, but he's not fully retired. Um, he's just, he's not, you know, so he does his football morning in America and very, very good read. It's, it's, it's a long, it's a long, long form read. And it's all about, uh, it's basically about Kyler Murray and he interviews, he speaks with, uh, Lincoln Riley and they basically, so they're going through, so this is something interesting. So are you one of the people, do you believe like Kyler Murray's too short to play in the NFL? I listen, he can play in the NFL. The question is how much how much are you willing to give up in order to figure out if he can withstand the punishment at 190 pounds, 510. That's really going to depend. Are you willing to go and are you willing to to risk a number 1 draft pick in the top 5 to 10 it's in order you to said see that cuz this is brought up. So we'll sort of let's let's do the go through the, the evaluation here of Exactly that. All right. Yes, he's fast. And we'll get to his speed. But they say he's fast. He's like, you'll be the fastest player in the NFL. They say he's faster than Tyreek Hill type deal or that type of speed. Faster than Lamar Jackson. But he actually stayed in the pocket 89% of the time, which is pretty impressive. 89% of the time, which was more than Baker Mayfield. Now, you just mentioned his size. Okay. Let's say he can still make the throws. But what about the hits? Is he going to be able to handle the hits? Lincoln Riley said that it was, he goes, he says that Baker Mayfield used to be way more beat up after games than Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray's sort of like a ghost that he sort of doesn't get hit hard somehow. And that really is a skill, isn't it? LeSean McCoy's always been good at that. Yeah, but Some guys just sort of know how to fall, but it's one thing to be running from kids that play for Kansas State than running from the Baltimore Ravens. Exactly correct. We've heard this time and time again. And yeah, no, the NFL is a totally different animal, which is why it takes guys a couple of years to adjust to the speed of the NFL, because what you were doing in college no longer works with the speed of the NFL game. Teams are going to have to figure out, is he worth this year risking what is a heavy? I mean, look at the top 10. They're all game-changing defensive players, defensive line players, the Boses of the world, the Williams of the world. You have got almost surefire, not that anything is surefire, but you've got defensive anchors that you can go out and draft in this year, okay, in the top 10. Are you willing to risk that for a guy that's 5'10", 190 pounds? That's re- the real question One here GM with One GM will teams. be. I hear I, I, all good points. And one thing, Joe, speaking of the draft props, you just mentioned it. 
will definitely take, you know, like over under defensive mm. players drafted in the first round over. Is as you stated, oh, yeah. it's 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 what like seems like twenty of the thirty two cool. almost like almost. Well, Every, certainly the first five. I mean, the first yeah. five could absolutely be defensive players. Yeah, defensive players are definitely uh, they're they're swarming the board here. This is interesting too. So, and this is something that I said about Baker Mayfield, and I'll admit I was wrong about Baker Mayfield last year. Going and, and I bring this up maybe with Phil. I like a million things going to bring. We don't have that much time, with him, but like uh, <laughs> um, I said, oh, he's going to get passes batted down at the line of scrimmage. And, they, well, it didn't really happen in Oklahoma. I said, yeah, because in Oklahoma, they rolled him out all the time, right? It was always sort of this little rollout, throwing on the run type of deal, often at least. Um, so as far as Kyler Murray is concerned, so Daniel Jones, a quarterback that a lot of people like out of Duke, mm-hmm. uh, Daniel Jones is six foot five. He had 12 passes batted down at the line of scrimmage this year. Drew Locke is six four. He had eight passes batted down at the line of scrimmage this year. Kyler Murray had five passes batted down the line of scrimmage this year. Mm-hmm. Um, so as far as the pocket, uh, 89% of the time, 336 of his 377 throws were out of the pocket. So basically, he his first instinct is not to run. So, you know, he is a pocket passer. Now, it's a lot of comparison basically to Baker Mayfield. Yeah. Uh, Lincoln Riley says throughout all the years that I had both Baker and Kyler, I can't ever remember there being a time when I said we can't run this play or use this seam or protect this way because of their height. Um, I don't think their pro coaches are going to think about that either. And um, this is so Lincoln Riley says, I will be shocked if five players get their name called on draft day before Kyler does. Well, it's all going to start with number one because that's the wild card here, isn't it? Does Arizona, they're going to set the tempo, which is, to your point, Gabe, why it can be very profitable for betters to to look at these prop bets on draft day because no we you can have the pros all day long telling you the first five are going to be defensive ends and if Arizona comes out and drafts this guy number one the whole board gets thrown into a complete tizzy on day one and that's where you can find some value now is what happens at the very top does Arizona go out there and say you know what thanks Josh Rosen but no thanks we're going to go with Kyler Murray or does somebody trade up for him uh, we'll know right off the bat exactly what direction the first round is going to go. Yeah, March 13th is Kyler Murray's pro day. As Lincoln Riley says, it's going to be a zoo. <laughs> yeah. Mark but Berman. we don't need to see him throw. We don't need to see him throw. We've seen him throw. Mark Berman, New York Post, joins us next. DailyRoto.com. Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you premier advice. We play every day. All major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build an optimized lineup for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. 
You know, as an allergy sufferer, you're wired differently. <sighs> I sure feel that way. That's why there's Nasacort. It's different too. You see, unlike antihistamines, Nasacort targets and inhibits more of the allergic inflammation that causes your congestion and other nasal allergy symptoms. My antihistamine doesn't do that? None of them do. Oh, that is different. And it's why Nasacort's more effective at giving you 24-hour relief. So even if I'm wired differently... Nasacort stops more of what makes you miserable. Use as directed. Hi, my name is Lily. My mom and dad used to fight about money all the time. Then one day, I heard them talking about this guy. Some uncle I never knew calls Uncle Sam. Well, they say this Uncle Sam guy wanted them to pay him like a gazillion dollars. And they didn't have a gazillion dollars. So they called this company they heard on the radio called The Tax Doctor. And The Tax Doctor worked with Uncle Sam's people. I think they're called the IRS. And they're able to work it out so my mom and dad didn't have to pay Uncle Sam very much money at all. So now mom and dad are happy. And I'm happy too. Thanks, Tax Doctor. If you owe $10,000 or more to the IRS or state, call now and pay less. 800-215-1727. 800-215-1727. That's 800-215-1727. Maurice Allen, 2015-2016 European Long Drive Tour Champion, 2017 World Number One. Me personally, I keep my game face on me all the time. Especially coming out of the bunker, leaving the range, or even leaving the course. What's your story? Go to GameFaceRooming.com for all your athletic facial wipes and body cleansing needs. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. If your vehicle is riding rough, it may be time for new shocks or struts. Right now at O'Reilly Auto Parts, buy a combination of two or four select Monroe or Rancho shocks and struts and get up to an $80 Visa gift card by mail. Improve your ride with Monroe or Rancho shocks and struts at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Limit supplies. See store for details. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Can't help but always think of the uh, New England Patriots when I hear this uh, song. They're their kickoff song. All right, I'm Gabriel Morenzi, the morning after, Fantasy Sports Radio, Television Network, Sports on Byline, iHeart, Roku, a million platforms. Joe Ranieri stepping up and in uh, from uh, Florida. Phil Savage, the draft guru, now the uh, general manager of the Arizona Hotshots, will join us a little bit later on in the program. We'll talk NFL draft. We'll talk a little lights of football. But let's, uh, we were talking about the Knicks and what the hell do we know? I might be standing, you know, sitting across the street right now from the arena, but I don't know what's going on inside that place, but uh, Mark Berman does New York Post, steps up and in and joins us. Mark, welcome to the program the morning after. Thanks for joining us this morning. Oh, no problem, but no one really, really knows what's going inside that place. You know, <laughs> the horrible decisions they've made. <laughs> it was a, it's an open-ended comment, wasn't it? Yeah, I put it on a tee. Uh, there. So let, let me just, uh, first things first. This sale stuff, the rumor came up a couple of months ago, and it was sort of put out again. I said, I'm not buying it, but I don't know. It was my own personal opinion. Like, if I own the Knicks and I'm Dolan, I'm not selling. But 
What what do you make of this Bill Simmons? And I took a sh- I said, what the hell does Bill Simmons know? How would he know what's going on? And uh, people in our building, we got guys here that are Simmons uh, guys that are like, no, no, you know, it doesn't make things up. So what do you hear about the Knicks uh, sale here? Well, what happened was Dolan had made a remark a couple of months ago uh, to a reporter saying that it would be unfair to my uh, stockholders for me not to listen to an overwhelming offer. Uh, you know, that's just legal, legalese. He, after, when we blew it out of proportion, he says, well, you know, any CEO has to say something like that. But during the course of the interview, he sounded miserable as in, I don't enjoy owning the Knicks because I take so much flack. So I think we uh, put one and one together. Now, this particular thing about him entertaining offers right now and listening to offers, I think it's untrue. The Knicks would not have, rather, the Madison Square Garden would not have so vehemently denied it. Uh, Like, the language of their denial was, like, real, real strong. So We're talking about a sale this big. We're talking about evaluators and Wall Street and big firms and stuff like evaluations. If it's real, there's like real appraisals going on and none of that's happening. Right. Right. I don't think there's a, I mean, listen, is Dolan talking to some of his confidants and saying, uh, yeah, maybe down the road, you know, I don't know how much longer I could do this. And, you know, just talking to a friend. But in terms of are they actively selling? Uh, no. Uh, when they or when they were looking to sell the Liberty, they made an announcement. <laughs> you know, they said we're going to sell the Liberty. So to have such a fierce denial, I just don't think it's anything more than what Bill Simmons probably heard Dolan, you know, probably, you know, chit-chatting with some friends and some owner friends. And it's like, yeah, I don't know. You know, one day I may have to sell this team. I just can't take the aggravation. But I don't think there's anything, like, going on now. Because if it is, and they sell the team in a year, the Garden looks like fraudulent liars. I mean, why would they so vehemently deny it, you know, uh, yesterday? You know, one thing thing as well – why would, you know, there's so much optimism. There seems to be like a light at the end of the tunnel. And also, how many people, like, there's not a lot of people that have the money. It's sort of like the free agency stuff with Machado now and Harper, where, you know, when you want the most money ever, you're boxing out a lot of people. You know, how many people even have the money to buy, you know, exactly. the operation of the Knicks? I'm not saying there's not people that will want to do it, but, you know, you would hear about it, I, I just believe. So as far as the basketball is concerned, I like your 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 report card here. It's a T for tank, which yeah, yeah like, that's the <laughs> grade, the Joe. <laughs> like yeah. not you know, A B C D T. Uh, I think that's fitting, actually. Like you said, it's almost incomplete. You know, what I mean, like it's hard to judge this team. It's hard to judge the organization. I think Fizdale's done a nice job of basically competing in games and then magically losing at the end. Mark, that's the way I look at it. <laughs> yeah. Well, listen. I- we're a little uh, concerned in truth about David and maybe he's going to turn into a really good game manager and uh, he's not trying to go out on the court and lose the game uh, 
you know, strategically, but he is playing and auditioning these young players where when you pin it down and say, are you putting the players that have the best chance to win the game? He can honestly say no. So you have to give him a break on an 11 and 47 record because he's auditioning players. He knows if he would have at the beginning of the year played Trey Burke, uh, you know, stuck with Ennis Cantor. He benched Ennis Cantor after the fifth game of the season for a project rookie center who did not play college basketball in Mitchell Robinson. And Robinson was so not ready for that assignment. He had a backtrack, but it's set a bad tone. It's I set thought, a tone in the locker room. Like, well, we're really not exactly, putting the best yeah. player from the court to win after five games. And I, I, I thought mean, for the most part, March, you, you guys know, have been pretty nice I, to him. I think he, he went too soon on the tank. I think, you know, you, you've been pretty nice to him. I think, you know, early for the most part too, I'm like, wow, like earlier in the year before it was the acceptance that it was the full tank. Now, I was like, you know, the media really like, oh, Fisdale's great and Fisdale's this. And I'm like, how do you know? And, yeah, you might like him. He might be, you know, give a good quote and he's pretty honest. But isn't Fisdale's number one job, Mark, really? Because like you said, all right, they want to lose. So the losing game's fine. That's okay. Is it the number one goal? Are the young players better? Is Knox better? Did you make this kid better? Did you teach, you know, did you, know, did you teach the young players to be better basketball players that – as you stated with, with Knox and your report on him, it's tough. He's inconsistent. He's 19. I guess this is what happens when you draft kids this young. It's going to take him a while to grow in to the player that you want him to be. But what do you see in Kevin Knox right there? Is is it determination, the work ethic, is is all that stuff there that you, know, that you see? Or is he sort of settling in into the NBA as who he is? Listen, I'm not a big fan right now, but you know, I still talk to scouts who seem to suggest that you have to, you know, grade him on a certain curve because he's not just 19. As John Perry had said, uh, going into the draft, he's a young 19. He's kind of immature, led a sheltered life, definitely getting used to the NBA grind. He's really hit a rookie wall. My concern with Knox is that he doesn't make his teammates better at all. I mean, he doesn't pass the ball. He's always looking to shoot, and he hasn't been a good shooter. Uh, He shot 35% in preseason. He's shooting 36% now. Even during his rousing summer league, his shooting percentage was under 40%. So that concerns me. I really feel like if you're going to be taking such a volume of shots, you've got to be shooting you know, higher than 40%, uh, unless you're making a crazy amount of three-pointers. So that concerns me, and his defense definitely concerns me. Definitely some low energy uh, on the defensive end, but I think that should improve uh, with getting stronger and older. I know he, he can get his own shot whenever he wants. He could put up double figures whenever he wants, but is he a winning player? Is he helping the team win games? He has not helped the team win games. I think they're 2-32 and 32 in the games he started. So that's a concern. But getting back to your Man, point. That's Hugh Jackson's record, Mark. Yeah, <laughs> yeah really. Exactly right. Um, you getting back to the point, are players progressing with Fisdale 
the young players, there's some success success stories and some failures. Frank Nilakina, the second-year point guard, has been a failure. Uh, but Mitchell Robinson, Alonzo Trier, two rookies who were not in the first round. In fact, Trier wasn't even drafted. They've had successful rookie years. So, And then you look at Mario Hazonia. They took a gamble on him, and he hasn't done anything this year to merit a, a long-term contract. So it's hit and miss with Fisdale on player development. He also obviously didn't connect enough with Przingis for Przingis uh, to want to stay in New York for the rest of his career. Hey, Mark, it's uh, it's Joe Ranieri here. I, you know, Fisdale is a, a Pat Riley disciple. I covered him here in, in Miami for many years when he was uh, on the bench there with Spolstra. And the one thing I will say that's always been the theme with him is players love this guy. And during an 18-game losing streak, I think the one thing we can point to is that this team never quits during that 18 game losing streak and as much tank talk and and trading and change that's going on these young guys are playing each and every night for Fizdale and I think you got to give him credit to be able to get these guys motivated during an 18 game losing streak to compete like they did and then of course they ended up beating Atlanta so now they're on a winning streak yeah I agree completely that's the number one attribute of his first year with the Knicks Morale is up. It's amazing going in the locker room. The players are still spirited. There's no dissension in that sense. Uh, and, you know, you referred to it before about him being great with the media. You know, that's part of the job is keeping the message going strong about this rebuilding project and getting the fans uh, behind it. And, for an 11-47 and 47 team, Knicks fans kind of understand what's going on, and, and they're accepting it. So his message to the fans has been great. His message to the players has been pretty good, although I have written that some of the veterans, you know, feel that you know, the, the rookies, you know, get preferential treatment, and, and they do. I mean, that's what this is about, unfortunately. It, it's lousy for the veterans players. If a rookie makes a mistake, he doesn't, you know, lose his playing time. But if a veteran, you know, doesn't do well in the court, he gets yanked. So, but, yeah, overall, to keep up the morale, it's been amazing. And, and that's why when I did my report card, I gave him a C. And some people thought I was too generous. But I think there's some <laughs> intangible factors uh, uh, involved. A little too gentle. All right, Mark, uh, we got literally like we had about 45 seconds a minute. We really appreciate your time. Mark Berman, New York Post, uh, with us. Uh, Kevin Durant, yes or no, is playing as a New York Nick uh, next year. I mean, I think it's definitely 50-50, if not a little better. Uh, I think the Knicks management knows something. Yeah. Otherwise, they don't do the Przingis trade in the fashion they did it. They were more concerned with opening up a second max contract slot, which I imagine Durant's camp said, listen, if Kevin is going to come to New York, he'd like to bring somebody. And I don't know, looking at that video, I was at the All-Star break, uh, at the All-Star game, and uh, you know, I was in my computer during the ceremony for the MVP, but you could see Kyrie giving uh, – 
Durant a nice pat on the head when he was introduced <laughs> to with the award. They just looked like they were chummy. Yeah. And, you know, there was video of them talking in the hallway, and who knows what they were saying. So, the music's hit, hitting yeah, in the same way Luca and Porzingis were chummy the night before. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. Yeah, and Mark, I mean, thanks a lot for joining us, man. I really appreciate your time. All right, thanks, guys. Thank it was, uh, Mark Berman, New York Post, uh, with us. Great stuff. I think they really can get Durant. I thought it was insane before, but I actually, I'm buying in. I think Durant will be a Nick. Do you use the blue pill to charge your sex life? Have you been thinking about trying the blue pill? What if we can promise you the same results for less than $3 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for the other pills, you're getting taken to the cleaners. Our pill delivers the exact same results for less than $3. We'll do the math for you. You'll save more than $16 a pill for the same results. Want more? We'll give you 40 blue pills or 40 yellow pills for $99 and add four more pills free. You save more than five hundred dollars you don't have to be a rocket scientist to know what to do next you need to call and get your 44 pills for just 99 dollars. stop overpaying for the other blue pills call us and start saving a ton of money for the exact same results ordering is fast and easy with your pills delivered to your door in a non-marked package 800-223-0992 800-223-0992 that's 800-223-0992 Where do you want to go on a vacation or honeymoon? The Caribbean, Europe, Hawaii, Mexico? How about Disney or a cruise? At Superior Cruise and Travel, we've got you covered. We'll assign you your own travel concierge. They'll help you design a custom vacation plan that you can't find online. And the service is completely free. You can't compare the value of this to any other online travel company. We can help you plan a custom vacation anywhere in the world. We even offer payment plans with no credit card required. Now you pay off your vacation on your time schedule. Call now and mention the promo code RADIO and save up to $500. Book your custom trip. Call Superior Cruise and Travel now and talk to one of the highest rated travel agencies in the country with a 5-star A-plus online rating. 800-570-9631. 800-570-9631. That's 800-570-9631. Imagine this is your money and someone wants to take it from you. Who is it? The IRS. They want your money. And guess what? They can legally take it. All of it if they want. Remember, they sent you that letter that said, hey, you owe us a bunch of cash and we're going to take it from you. So what do you do? Fight back by letting our team of experts at the tax helpline work it out with the IRS so you can keep your money. And we're good at what we do. When you hire us, you get a team of guys on your side that know the IRS laws and will fight to save your money. So if you owe the IRS a ton of cash and you want to keep it, call right now and learn for free how we can help you put it back in your pocket. 800-932-1749. That's 800-932-1749. Morning After continues Fantasy Sports Radio and Television Networks. I am Gabriel Morenzi. Throw it down. Joe Ranieri in Florida. Mr. Mark Berman, New York Post. See, we got our boy Tommy. Long Island uh, T. 
was uh, at the Garden the other day. Um, electric night at the Garden. We were just talking about the Knicks, uh, Joe, but St. Uh, John on um, on Sunday evening playing against Villanova, defending national champions. I think it'd be fair to say that the Johnnies were sort of, you know, I think they were in, but they've been, St. John's are a weird team this year. Like, they're not going to, they'll screw you like laying six points. Like, oh, they should cover laying four and a half or five, and they won't. They might, they'll lose the game outright. And then they'll go to Marquette. You're like, ooh, this isn't going to end well for them. And then boom, they'll beat them, right? Like, they're a weird team like that. But they're definitely a tournament caliber team. And, they, you know, they're hard not to like. They, they really do play like a New York team. <laughs> you know, like they're, yep. they're good on defense. They rip balls out of people's heads. They're diving for balls. But then they'll miss a bunch of easy shots. <laughs> like So yep. they're like a classic sort of New York street team like that. But, you know, you got Mullen yelling on the sidelines. The Garden was packed. Listen, I was, at a gar- I was at the Garden last week for the Raptor game. And there were chants of, let's go, Raptors. And when the Ra- well, it wasn't chance of Raptors, it was quiet. Like mm. I noticed people like are just sort of there and they're talking to each other and they're just there because it's Saturday night at the Garden. The Garden was freaking rocking on Sunday for that St. John uh, Villanova game, and I can't wait for the Big East tournament to come. It's going to be an awful lot of fun, and we we said it last week too about how I mean you just don't know unless you have been there and you're inside one of these arenas during the ACC conference or a Duke game or Indiana game. It's just a different atmosphere, Gabe, and it's going to be crazy. I mean, basketball. I think college basketball. We can all agree is better when St. John's is relevant, certainly in the Big East, because they have over the years, it looks totally different than what it used to, but it is actually a lot more fun to be talking about St. John's being relevant and, you know, a possible, who knows, Cinderella team doing some damage on their way in, uh, in the tournament. So I think it's good for college basketball to have that. Well, there's so much talk about New York City being a mecca for basketball and the garden of mecca for basketball. But you look at collegiately, you know, college football. College football is popular. And there's a lot of gamblers in New York City. But mm. college sports don't really aren't big here. That's all there really is, is college basketball. What the f- happened last night? You find out the morning after. Let's do this thing. All right, level two. Let's roll. Morning after continues. Fantasy Sports Radio and Television Networks. I'm Gabe Morenzi alongside Joe Ranieri. Or not alongside. I'm in New York. He's in Florida. Phil Savage in Arizona will join us a little bit later on. Mark Berman, New York Post, already threw it down uh, with us uh, this morning. So, um, you know, big uh, the big uh, news of the week, really. Listen, the NBA's off for a couple of more days. And then it's the it's the push uh, for the playoffs. March Madness is around the corner. We just talked about St. John. Uh, St. John's beating uh, Villanova. Massive comeback. Great, great win. They came back, but unfortunately on Sunday night, so did Team LeBron. They mm. came back as well. It screwed me over, man. Plus 185, Joe. I really thought I had it. And would have been a nice night, man. Would have been a nice night. And then Daytona 500, I had Kostlowski, but he was part of the big crash. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, well, and that's the problem with Daytona. We talked about it uh, last week. You got these restricted plate races where you, if you're going to bet Daytona, bet in bunches because you've got to hope one of your guys makes it through the inevitable 14 crashes that are going to happen during that race. And that's what makes it so difficult because it's not about being the best driver, which driver is better than the other. That handicapping goes out the window. It's it's what guy is going to be lucky enough to be able to make it through the wreckage as he's coming around turn 100 which happens every time in these restrictor plate races. Yeah, the restrictor plate is supposed to be safer, but it actually makes yeah. it crazier. Like you're yep. you don't control your own destiny with these plate races. And you know, I've always said this, you want to be in the front or you want to be in the back. If yep. you're in the front, it's not your concern. If you're in the back, you have time to go around these crashes. You're in the middle, then you know, you're in the middle of the pack, uh, then it you know, what happens uh, what happened the other uh, the other night uh, happens. All right, so we brought it up earlier, Kyler Murray. A lot of talk about Kyler Murray right now. Uh, The Combine starts next week. He's going to be at the Combine. He's undecided as to whether he's going to throw the football at the Combine. And when when we hear he's undecided whether he's going to throw the football, it means he's not going to be throwing the football at the Combine. That's what that means. So he'll run around a bit. Um, The most important thing will actually be the meetings, right? Like that's... Mm. Yeah, they already know what he can really do. The pro day is March 13th at Oklahoma and Norman. That's, That's going to be big a one. big circus. Yep. But we got a prop, guys. Over under nine and a half. I'll fire off a poll question on Twitter. We'll see what you guys think. I think he's going under nine and a half. I think he's going over. You do, huh? Yep, I think he's going. All right, we'll run through the, the teams dolphin. on the other side. Let's rock. Do it. You know, as an allergy sufferer, you're wired differently. I sure feel that way. That's why there's Nasacort. It's different, too. You see, unlike antihistamines, Nasacort targets and inhibits more of the allergic inflammation that causes ear congestion and other nasal allergy symptoms. My antihistamine doesn't do that? None of them do. Oh, that is different. And it's why Nasacort's more effective at giving you 24-hour relief. So even if I'm wired differently... Nasacort stops more of what makes you miserable. Use as directed. Message and data rates may apply. Hi, I'm Frank Thomas, the Big Hurt. After I left baseball, I just couldn't stay in shape like I used to. Turns out, once you hit 40, your body has less free testosterone, and that can make it harder to get into shape. So I got back into the game with Nugenics. I'm feeling stronger with a lot more energy and drive. You want to get back into shape? Get Nugenics. All you have to do is send one simple text. Frank's right. Just text YOUTH to 321321 to get a complimentary bottle of award-winning Nugenics, the number one selling free testosterone booster at GNC. Its unique man-boosting formula is powered by Testofen, a patented key ingredient clinically researched to help a man feel stronger, leaner, more energetic, and more passionate. And guys, she'll like the difference too. Nugenic samples are not available in stores. To get your complimentary bottle, text YOUTH to 321321. That's Y-O-U-T-H to 321321. Right now at O'Reilly Auto Parts, pick up five quarts of Castrol Edge full synthetic motor oil for $33.99 and get a $15 O'Reilly gift card by mail. Plus, you'll earn double O'Rewards points during O'Rewards Member Appreciation Month only at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Limit supply. See store for details. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Listen to what Chris said about Andro 400. 
I've lost almost 40 pounds in 10 weeks. My son was getting married, and when I went for the suit fitting, I was a size 48. And when I went back to do the final fitting, I was a 44. I have more energy, that's for sure. I probably lost four inches around my belly. I'm 57, and I'm back when I was in my 30s. Here's what Dwayne said about Andro 400. This product really works. I'm an old guy, and I don't trust nobody. I've tried all kinds of stuff. It's one of the few things I've ever bought that works. I couldn't believe it. I feel better. I have more energy. I walk 12 miles a day. I feel great. It changed my life. It really has. It's really incredible. Guys, if you'd like to lose belly fat, gain energy, and feel great, try Andro 400, the safe, natural, and affordable way to boost your testosterone. Go to andro400.com or call 888-400-0435, 888-400-0435, andro400.com. Morning after continues. Fantasy Sports, our radio network. I am Gabriel Morenci. I'm just firing off a uh, poll question here on Twitter. Will Kyer Murray be drafted over or under nine and a half in the first round? I am Gabriel Morenci. Joe Ranieri's in Florida. He makes it rain every morning at 6 a.m. with Dana Martinez. Um. You say over. You say over for Kyler Murray. So you think he's going to go 10th tenth, uh, tenth or further, Joe. You don't see anybody in the top 10 reaching and and taking Kyler Murray. And it's premature right now. We're not even in the combine yet. But, you know, opinions are taking shape. And I'll tell you guys right now, because I think that he will be taken in the top nine and a half, doesn't mean that I think he should be. And this is something I'm going to probably repeat a lot, Joe, over the next month or so leading into the draft and all that. Just be, you know, when we're betting on something, it doesn't mean, like, I think that I would take this guy you know, at this part of the draft, but I got we got to bet what we think other teams are going to do. And you believe that 10 general managers in the National Football League will be able to resist the hype of Kyler Murray and not take him in the first round and with the first top 10 picks? here because usually we're always focused on the quarterbacks, right? Every draft that comes, it's the quarterbacks. Well, the reason he's getting all this hype right now is not because he's the most pro-ready or he's a guy that's going to come in right away and every team is clamoring to try and get up there and get him. Um, This draft this year has the most impressive group of edge rushers and defensive linemen that we have seen in a long time. So what does that mean? Well, you just watched how important defense was against a supposed offensive juggernaut in the Rams in the Super Bowl. And the other thing that most teams need beyond a shadow of a doubt are edge rushers. And right now, the defensive linemen and edge rushers you've got in this draft are crazy. We're talking about game changers. We haven't seen the first 10 picks in this draft should be defensive linemen and edge rushers. So the question is, do you think a team is going to forego getting a centerpiece, a a cornerstone of the defense in the future for taking a shot on a guy that's 5'10", 190 pounds? I think 
they're going to go defense general managers. They're going to go with the best players on the board. And those all happen to be defensive guys right now. And I think the Miami Dolphins sitting at 13 are going to get their quarterback that they uh, that they so desperately need. So I think uh, the first quarterback that's going to go is Haskins. I think that's going to go to the Giants at six. And I think the Dolphins, the next quarterback, will go at number 13 for the Dolphins. Everybody else is going to go ahead and get themselves an edge rusher. All right, so the Arizona Cardinals draft first up. They're first up. They drafted Josh Rosen last year. They hire Cliff Kingsbury. We know, so Cliff Kingsbury said, and this he said this before. He was actually a head coach of a National Football League team. But he said, uh, if, I, if I was in control, I would take Kyler Murray first overall. He's going to be a superstar. You'd be crazy not to take him. I think he actually believes that. I mm. think I think he believes that, uh, Joe. And yep. I, Cliff Kingsbury, if they gave Cliff Kingsbury this job, they obviously like him. And if you give Kingsbury the job, you have to let him live, live or die with the players that he wants to. Ugh. Kyler Murray's a better fit for Kingsbury's offense than Josh Rosen is. Uh, you and I both know. First of all, Josh Rosen wasn't a very liked guy uh, coming out of college in the draft anyway. And, uh, you know, his mother is a neurosurgeon. His father is some crazy doctor. He's too I mean, rich. Mot- He's a freaking His motivation was always a problem with Josh Rosen is whether or not he would be motivated enough to to give everything towards the NFL, which is what is I still I never unknown. bought that, though, before. Like Peyton Manning grew up rich. Eli Manning right. grew up rich. Like, you know what I mean? Like Tom Brady didn't grow up poor yeah but then you got to look he's already had a shoulder injury right you've got a you got to question a guy coming from that background especially in the medical background how many hits are they going to let this kid take in the head before the parents step in and say i don't think so anymore and he is that kind of mama's boy it's been proven in the past but the problem with the cliff it's a little hard no, but the problem I'm with getting, the I'm, I'm okay let me just feet. i'm gonna just say <laughs> I'm going to write this down. Joe does not like Josh Rosen. So we're learning something I here. I didn't like Mom him is boy. He's I soft. Hate him now. I don't think he represents anything that is long term in the NFL. He was Absolutely a rookie. Not. Listen, he was a rookie. He yes, was a rookie. He, he didn't start the year. McCoy was the offensive eat. coordinator. Yeah, he doesn't. Now, he wasn't bad fair, once Byron no. Leftwich took over. I'm not giving up on Josh Rosen yet as a quarterback in the NFL. No, don't worry. His mother will give up on it. Don't worry about it. She's going to pull him out and say, here, Joshy, Josh, come over here, Josh. No, I don't want my um, I don't want my poor boy to get hit in the head anymore. She's a damn neurosurgeon. She's trust so, yeah, me. She's, see, how can you use you're going to use it against him and his mother? And they did. They yes. did. Then when he they came in, basically, though. they were like, you know, let's you know, like basically, I mean, they were like, well, he's Jewish. So he's, you know, he's rich. So what's his desire like? His parents Josh are rich. Rosen said it, though. He had said football is not the end-all, be-all for him. This is stuff that came out of his mouth. He's already told yeah, us like, that is football is it the be-all, end-all for Aaron Rodgers? Like, I look at him the same way as Aaron Rodgers. Like, you don't Aaron have Rogers to. came with a chip on his shoulder. It was all football for Aaron Rodgers to stick it up everyone's ass who left him hanging out in the green room for two and a half hours for three hours during draft day. So he made it all about football. I don't know that Josh Rosen is all about football. I do know that the Arizona Cardinals are already have a history of bringing a guy in, a head coach, firing him the next year. We saw San Francisco yep. do it with Jim Tom Sula and Chip Kelly. And to me, this whole Cliff Kingsbury thing reeks of another one year. Eh, we're going to move on. It's not going to work. I, I would not be surprised if we're talking about another coach <laughs> in, uh, in Arizona. Next I think it, well, it depends I on his record. 
Yeah, you know, listen. Yeah. If, you, if he goes two and fourteen, then they're gonna go. Oh, that, yeah, this didn't work out very, very well. But everything you're saying about Josh Rose, and for the record, I disagree. And the jury's out. And I, I, I hear some of your points about him, his aloofness, etc. But you know, whatever. I, you know, Colin Kaepernick used to wear headphones and not talk to anybody, right? And Harbaugh used to get mad about that. Now everyone loves Kaepernick. And speaking of which, actually, we'll get to him. We never, we never did. Yes. And whether he should play in the league again, because uh, his attorney says that there's two teams that are sort of almost interested, and mm. one of them would surprise people. But we'll get to this. So, but everything you just said about about Josh Rosen, you're almost making my point then about betting. Because I listen, I'm not here to the debate. Didn't start about Josh Rosen. That's another story. Right. <laughs> the debate <laughs> is whether Kyler Murray gets drafted in the top ten, nine and a half. And we, I, we'll go through each team. I just said one team, and you just went on a diatribe about how that one team quarterback sucks. And then you've got the new coach that loves the new kid. He might go first overall, let alone top well, we ten. We don't know how much we how much clout does Kingsbury really have. Kingsbury was brought in for Josh Rosen because when they hired him, they didn't know that Murray was going to announce that he was going all football. He was still the possibility yeah, of him playing yeah. baseball was still there. So they brought him in for Josh Rosen. So you know, does he are they giving him the keys to the franchise? I don't think so. I think it'll come from above him, and I think they'll give him Josh Rosen and say, here you go, my friend. This is what we hired you to begin with. Uh, I just don't think it's going to work with either guy. I don't think it's going to work. All right, so we fired it off on Twitter. We got 37 quick votes in the last uh, three minutes here. Uh, 57% say top 10. 43% say no, not top 10. All right, so Arizona's first overall. Um, another thing that's interesting about this that I like from a betting perspective here, Joe, with Kyler Murray, is it's not out of the realm of possibility that Kyler Murray got drafted by Arizona and traded, right? Mm-hmm. Let's just say, like you stated, that they want him, and then the owner's like, listen, we like Rosen, and we're not, you know what I mean? But we can use the value here. The question is, who else likes Josh Rosen? Yeah, I thought I think Josh Rosen would be a perfect sort of conduit from Eli Manning uh, into right. Rosen. Let Eli Manning sort of play this year out here, or you know, start at least whatever. I would I would rip it off like a band-aid personally, but they're not going to do that. Well, who would trade up? I mean, who would give up what they'd have to give up to go get him number one? That's a that's a big ask. Yeah, Jacksonville, New York what Giants. That's to me, to seven. me, that's where they're going. Like, we'll, we'll continue this conversation, actually, after Get Off My Lawn, which is coming. Mm. If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down, 800-593-7491. That's 800-593-7491. When you call, you'll speak with a Social Security disability expert and get a free evaluation to see if you may qualify for disability insurance benefits from the U.S. government. That's right, a monthly cash payment paid directly to you from the Social Security Administration. Whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied disability benefits, call now. The disability attorneys at Pinnacle Disability can help you build your case, file an appeal, and represent you at no upfront cost to you. Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 
800-593-7491. Call now. Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? For a vacation or a new car. But today, withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Pat Boone here for Swiss America. According to The Secret War, a new Swiss America white paper, I learned that all banks are now required to spy on you and me for the government and then report any financial behavior deemed suspicious or unusual. You must read The Secret War. It's free. Truth is, I believe the government's new war against cash is really a war against us all. But The Secret is now out. So please, get and read The Secret War. Pick up your phone and call right now. 800-932-5517 800-932-5517 800-932-5517 Once again, that's 800-932-5517 Being a new parent means every high and low you can imagine. But Evos can make it all easier with a baby monitor you can trust. Go to myevos.com. That's M-Y-E-V-O-Z.com to see how Evos can be the eyes and ears of your nursery. Evos works with your smartphone to provide a live audio and HD video connection to your baby anytime and anywhere. On a date, at work, away on business, even serving your country overseas, Evos helps you never miss a moment. Whether your baby is with a sitter, your partner, a grandparent, or a friend, you'll be right there too. And with unique features like smart alerts that know the difference between a barking dog and your baby crying, extensive sleep tracking data, and state-of-the-art security features for your peace of mind, Evos is the smart baby monitor for connected parents. And enter the code SPORTS at checkout for $20 off. That's myevos.com. M-Y-E-V-O-Z dot com. Tuesday here on the morning after Welcome in Fantasy Sports Radio Network. And I can't think of a better day for a little Gabe Morancy in another edition of Get Off My Lawn. Okay, not a problem. In that case, they're not ready. So I'm still going to go with the Blues Brothers, though, because that's actually one of my favorite songs there, actually, to tell you the truth over there. But, yes, Phil Savage getting ready to uh, join us here at top of the hour. But first, it is time for another edition of Get Off My Lawn with Gabe Morenci. Hey, you kids. Get off my lawn. Hey. All right, uh, let's do this thing. As much as I like uh, talking about the National Football League draft, and we'll get back uh, to that. It's time to tell someone to get the hell off my lawn. And it pains me to do this uh, because I really want Mr. Rob Manfred to give uh, the city of Montreal a baseball team back. So I don't want to rip them too much. But I've got to call it like I see it right now. As we've got serious problems when it comes to Major League Baseball, man. Pitchers and catchers have already freaking reported, all right? Not only have they already reported, we're playing our first, like, Cactus League game on Thursday. That's right. We can start betting on baseball on Thursday. But Machado, still unsigned. Bryce Harper, still unsigned uh, right now. And Rob Manford steps up over the weekend and essentially blames the players. He's blaming Harper. He essentially said this guy wants $400 million. Nobody's gotten $400 million in the history of any sport before. That's why he's unsigned. Maybe if he wasn't so greedy. And then he took a shot at Scott Boris. He didn't say maybe he wasn't so greedy, but that's what he was saying. He said he wants $400 million. It's all on Scott Boris. 
well, what about Machado? Um, you know, Tony Clark, who's the head of the PA uh, right now, said that these comments are very, very, very uh, unconstructive, uh, 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 so to speak. There's not a doubt in my mind, man. There's going to be another lockout slash strike. At least this time, my team won't get screwed over. We had the best damn record uh, in the league. This goes back to, what, 1994? So we haven't had any issues since 1994? We've got big issues right now. As essentially, the Major League Baseball Players Association is stating that the the owners are hoarding the money, that there's no salary cap, but they're supposed to spend the money, and they're not spending the minimum requirements. They named four teams specifically that are screwing around, Kansas City Royals, Tampa Bay Rays, Pittsburgh Pirates, and uh, the Miami Marlins. Rob Manfred responded by stating, well, look at the team's records. So that's not what we're talking about here. Listen, there's no guarantee if you spend a ton of money on a Major League Baseball um, you know, payroll that you're going to win. Okay, you can win with smart scouting, but then you better create a new financial system. You can't play this game where all this money comes raining in and falling from the sky and then you freaking keep it. Major League Baseball has a lot of problems right now. Now, as far as staying relevant in a new millennium, I love baseball. I, you know, I don't see any problems with baseball. I don't even like the stupid replay. I'm a traditionalist. I don't want DHs and all this type of crap, but. Everything that they're coming up with right now is counterproductive and sort of, it doesn't make sense. You know, the irony is thick here. So let me see. So you want to make the games faster. All right, the games have to be faster. But you want to put DHs in the National League now. So I don't know, DHs lead to more hits, right? Which leads to longer games. So that's not making it faster. All right, you got a lot of problems. You know, there was like more strikeouts than hits in the World Series last year. I mean, there's no contact anymore. You want to make the games, you know, you want to make the game somehow shorter and crisper so you're going to lower the hill. Um, every sort of idea you come up with is just, quite frankly, stupid. I mean, you're going to come up with this new thing about putting runners on first and second base in extra innings. And you know what? The players are actually going to go for it because they want to get to the strip club. They don't want to stand in the outfield for 15 innings in the middle of June for a regular season game. But you know what the biggest problem for baseball is? Nobody knows who the hell they are. I did a poll the other weekend during, during the, on the weekend about the NBA All-Star game. I said, who has the best All-Star game? And you figured everyone would have voted, uh, wouldn't have voted the NBA. But a lot of people did vote uh, Major League Baseball. And the Major League Baseball All-Star game is great. And baseball is a great freaking sport. But the fact of the matter is, nobody knows who any players are anymore. Mike Trout has the same Q rating as Kenneth Fareed. All right? Like, Mike Trout's the best player in the league. Nobody knows who the hell he is. He could walk down the street and, uh, you know, bum money off of you. You wouldn't know who he is. You'd give him change. All right? That's a freaking problem. And baseball is so concerned right now. How do we get more entertaining? How do we get hipper? I don't know. Here's a novel concept. How about you sign your star players? It's preposterous. Bryce Harper, whether he's a jerk or not, and I don't know. Like, I don't know why he's taking this long. Or Manny Machado. Can you imagine if, like, Kevin Durant was unsigned? As training camp started? No, it wouldn't happen. You imagine if Sidney Crosby was unsigned, and I'm talking about being a free agent, and he never got an offer. This wouldn't happen in any other league besides baseball. Listen, I don't like salary caps. Salary caps are communist, all right? They're socialist. Everyone bitches about socialism. You want socialism? Salary caps are socialist. Major League Baseball has always had the best system. Spend whatever the hell you want. That's America. That's capitalism. And you know what? 
Money can't buy you love, and money can't buy you a championship either. You still have to have brains, all right? But right now, we're, we're at a point in time right now where teams actually don't want to spend uh, the money, and we've got a problem bigger than how long a freaking baseball game takes. And don't worry about how long a game is taken because there ain't going to be any games in two years. Guaranteed, lockout's coming. Get the hell off my lawn, Manfred. Hey, you kids. Get off my lawn. Hey, you pesky kids. Yep, right now you've got a Manny Machado, Bryce Harper, Major League Baseball owner game of chicken with everybody waiting for the other side to blink. You've got teams that are waiting for the players to cave. You've got vice versa. And more importantly, You've also got Machado and Bryce Harper waiting for the other one to blink because when you think about it, whoever signs first is going to set the market. So, you know, you got these two mega mega stars here that aren't uh, that aren't signed yet. And both of them want to wait until the other one signs so they can figure out exactly how much they're worth. If you get Harper to the Giants, well, then how much is Machado worth to the Phillies? So it's you've got they're not only are they battling the owners, they're also battling each other and who's going to blink first and who's going to sign for the big bucks, Gabe. Yeah, you know, and I get the frustration. I get the frustration of Harper and both Machado. I think Manfred raised a good point when he stated that, you know, you asked for four hundred million dollars, you scared a lot of teams off, and no one's ever gotten that money in the history of the game, but He's like, you know, when 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 they go down the route of, well, you don't need to spend a lot of money and there's analytics, then you're going to have to create a whole new salary structure or a new, a new payment system, basically. Mm. You're going to almost have to force the owners. I mean, let's be real. In Florida, it is a joke. Tony Clark yeah. is right. Like, he is he is right. Like, you know, the Pittsburgh Pirates actually attempted, look, they brought guys in. They tried to win last year. But the Marlins, it's a disgrace. I mean, they they, re- they get checks for revenue sharing that are pretty much equal to what they spend on salary, and everything else is profit. Then they cry about they, they don't have any money, right? Well, if you put a winning field on a product, more people would show up. It's not rocket science, but their entire system is freaking flawed. And if they want to start, you know, pushing this analytics so much all the time, then, all right, then you're just going to almost force the players to, to go on strike, or you're almost going to have to create a salary cap system where you're forced to spend the money. Because right now, it's pretty ridiculous. But what do you make of Machado and Harper? I mean, these guys are 26 years old. Mm. And, you know, I, is it collusion? Is it a case of their personalities that Machado rubs people the wrong way? So that's sort of isolated a lot of teams. And the same thing with Harper. Like, what's your deal with Harper? Like, you played baseball. The people don't know. Joe played NCAA ball at Oak State and played minor league pro ball as well. So... Does it matter that Harper, like, what's a team guy in baseball, Joe? I get, yeah. like, you know, the catcher, the shortstop, all right, he's going to bunt, you take one for the team, he's going to make play D, don't worry about his offense, but does it matter what color your hair is or what your hair and this and what you listen to in a clubhouse if you're a right fielder like Harper? No, it, it doesn't. I mean, what the only thing that matters is what is somebody willing to pay for you? And, Don't forget Papelbon you know, got in his face, right, that time? Like, yeah, he does rub some people the wrong not way. A, 
Exact. But the truth is the guy can sell merchandise. He can sell tickets. He can put asses in seats. He's 26 some odd years old. Uh, for the next 10 years, he is he can be a superstar in this league. He's going to be a superstar in this league. Doesn't make a difference who he signs with. The question is what team is going to be willing to pay to, to get all of that merchandising from this guy. But you also have a situation in baseball, Gabe, where it, you don't have to win in order to be profitable. There used to be a time in baseball where Steinbrenner was willing to outpay everyone because he wanted to win. Winning doesn't matter. You've got a third of the league whose season hasn't even started, but a third of the league is already over. The season is over. Yeah. There's no point. They're already playing for next year or tanking and rebuilding, but, there but they're still going to get a check. There are too many of those teams, like the Toronto Blue Jays are one of those teams. Mm-hmm. They're one of the richest companies in North America. Rogers Telecommunications. Billions and billions of dollars in assets. They can afford any player they want. They choose not to. And as you say, like the Pittsburgh Pirates, I remember the owner of the Pirates said this a couple of years ago. He said, when people were complaining in Pittsburgh, he said, listen, there's two choices here. He said, either you just accept that we never win and we have a baseball team and you enjoy coming into the park and coming to the game. Or there's no team here. He was basically honest with them. He's basically saying, I don't have the money to compete, yet you can compete with brilliant scouting, but that's only going to go so far as well. Like, dude, like, it seems like to me, like, the baseball really is fundamentally flawed right now. They're going to have to tweak things. And I'm not talking about the game, like the rules of the game, but the competition and balance. And now you've got owners hoarding things. They've got some serious issues to work out. Uh, and don't forget, 200. they spent the most of any team, the Red Sox, to win a championship in 108 games last year. But nobody's complaining about that. So you can't have it both ways. You know what the dark side of this is? You really don't make much more money for winning, Joe, like you said. No, that's what it does. And that's a problem. Yeah. Yep, that's a problem. You really don't make much more. The Cavaliers won the, the title. He lost like 60 million bucks. Yep. If you've heard of WeatherTech floor liners, you probably know that for your vehicle's floor, nothing protects better. But what about protection for the rest of your car or truck? I'm David McNeil, founder of WeatherTech. Besides our floor liners, we design, engineer, and manufacture a wide range of automotive accessories right here in America. And just like our floor liners, everything is done to the highest standards possible. We understand what kind of investment owning a vehicle can be, so we do everything possible to help you protect it. We don't take shortcuts, and we never make concessions when it comes to quality. For everything from cargo liners to cleaning and detailing supplies, to mud flaps and car covers, the one place you need to go is WeatherTech.com. So if you are familiar with our floor liners, just imagine how well the rest of our products will work for you. Learn more about our full line of automotive accessories at WeatherTech.com or call 1-800-CARMATS. WeatherTech.com, proudly made in America. Are you, or someone you love, one of the nearly 1 million Americans living with Parkinson's disease? There is no known cure. But you have the power to help change that by participating in a clinical trial. The Michael J. Fox Foundation will help get you started. Visit michaeljfox.org forward slash participant pack to download the new Parkinson's trial participant pack. It's free and available right now. That's michaeljfox.org forward slash participant pack. 
Visit today. Were you scammed into signing a timeshare contract? And did you miss the part that said you have to pay for your great idea? Not only for the rest of your life, but when you're not here anymore, you get to pass this turkey onto your family for them to pay for the rest of their lives. Thanks, Dad. Don't burden your family down the road and don't be stuck with expensive timeshare payments forever. Get out of your bad idea, timeshare contract, guaranteed, or pay nothing. Call Resort Release today and learn for free how their timeshare exit team can help you legally exit your timeshare contract. They've helped thousands of people and they're A-plus rated with a BBB. So if you feel scammed, get mad and get out of your expensive timeshare contract right now, guaranteed. Call N-O-W. 800-804-7060. 800-804-7060. That's 800-804-7060. Improve visibility and save $8 on a pair of Rain-X Latitude wiper blades. Plus, earn double points during Old Rewards Member Appreciation Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Ensure clear vision in any weather and save $8 on a pair of Rain-X Latitude wiper blades at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Limits apply. See store for details. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. When the... Morning after continues Fantasy Sports Radio and Television Network. I'm Gil Morenzi alongside Joe Ranieri. Right, we asked people, uh, what do you think about Kyler Murray? 57% saying uh, he's going to go in the top nine. Uh, 43% saying uh, over uh, nine and a half. Joe Ranieri says uh, that he thinks he's not going to be a top ten pick. I think he will be, actually. So let's jump back uh, to this. Mm. So we went through Arizona. Arizona have some interesting uh, questions. Uh, we talk about it. Cliff Kingsbury comes in. Kingsbury um, Kingsbury recruited Kyler Murray. All right? So yes. he, he didn't get him, but he recruited him. And I guess he watched him in high school closely. Kingsbury says that he's never seen Kyler Murray play a bad game. <laughs> As he said. And in fact, he even said, I've never seen him throw a bad pass. Like, he loves him that much. Like, he mm. really does. Like, and... Don't forget, Kingsbury wasn't a fan of Baker Mayfield. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's exactly. Like he's trying to like make up for it right now. Yes. In a sense. Now, comparisons to Baker Mayfield have been a lot with Kyler Murray because you know they played in the same system, same school, same coach, etc. Exact same plays were called. Yeah. One difference is Baker Mayfield actually played quarterback for three years. Kyler Murray's only got one year under his belt, Joe. So he is a lot rawer than Baker is. Yeah, absolutely is. The question is, do you think he's even going to be the first quarterback taken? Because the Giants could still sit there at number six and take Haskins, and the Jaguars are right behind him, in your theory, and the Jaguars could jump on him. I would take, uh, me personally, I would take Haskins instead of Murray. And it's still early. Right. right now. I'm not at the draft yeah. table, but, right. you know, he's bigger. He's got a, strong, a stronger arm, in my opinion. I think he can... I like the reads that he, he makes. I saw him breaking down plays on the Big Ten Network the other night, breaking film down. He's a very intelligent, smart kid. Pure pocket passer, too. Now, he's not a mobile guy at all, but he's he's got pocket presence. Like, he understands mm. how to, how to you know, shimmy and, and stay, you know, he understands lanes very well, this kid Haskins. 
So it's still early right now, but me personally, too. I mean, I'm with you, Joe. I prefer Haskins, but we're not mm. betting. We're not betting no. what you and I prefer. We're betting no. what we think NFL GMs are going to do, and I think you and I can agree NFL GMs do some weird things, bro. <laughs> yeah, no, that they do. And I think also Nick Foles still plays a role in this because if Nick Foles ends up in Jacksonville, then the only team on this board that could actually forego getting a defensive pass rusher or a defensive game changer on the line, the next Aaron Donald, so to speak, uh, would be the Miami Dolphins at 13, which is where I truly think he's going to land is somewhere in that middle tier, that 10 to 20, uh, and in all likelihood it's going to be with the Dolphins. I think there's too many game changers on the defensive side of the ball. Nick Foles goes to Jacksonville. Giants get Haskins. They've already got Foles. Uh, then they're going and getting themselves an edge rusher, which you and I both know, Gabe, is just as important uh, in this NFL than anything, having a guy that can get to the quarterback. It is, but quarterbacks uh, sell tickets. I get it. The coaches mm. like the defensive players. Quarterbacks help franchises. That, look, the last two years, look, no one saw Baker Mayfield going first overall last year. I didn't. I, I didn't think that was going to happen. Uh, Mitch Trubisky went second overall in 2017. There's always usually a surprise at the top end of the board here. San Francisco 49ers draft second. So they've got Jimmy Garoppolo Mm -hmm. short of some weird trade proposal that someone gives them. And like I said, it's not like every, it's not like Kyler Murray, some slam dunk to be a top five pick, but I think he will be, um, or at least in in the top nine and a half. So San Francisco goes second. New York Jets are very comfortable with their quarterback situation with Sam Darnold. Uh, right now, which leads me to a team that I think I have a strong puncher's chance here in the Oakland Raiders. In the Oakland Raiders, like, I think they probably trade Carr as well. Mm. I don't know, maybe if Gruden's brother wants him in Washington, we'll see what the market is for, for Carr, but there's a lot of these sort of secondary quarterbacks out there, but Gruden doesn't like them, and he makes a ton of money, and they're not even trying to win. Right, they're they're building for for Las Vegas next year, and Derek Carr's not that shiny object they're going to want going into Vegas. I think Kyler Murray could be. I legitimately think Kyler Murray is a very 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 big option to go to the Raiders here. We know that Gruden loves quarterbacks. They're going to Las Vegas, drafting a D lineman or something. It's not going to be flashy enough for them. They need to sell tickets and personal seat licenses and all this crap. They need to be flashy. The Las Vegas Raiders need flash. And what better flash than Kyler Murray? I I really think Kyler Murray's in play for the Raiders in the four hole here. Yeah, but the problem is they need everything. You know, they need everything. And in sitting at number four, they they got away. You know, they let go. We know that in Mac is already in Chicago. So the guy that was going to be the centerpiece of that defense, they've traded away because they didn't want to spend the money on him. At number four, they have an opportunity in this draft to get themselves the anchor. They already have Carr under contract, so they can get another year out of him. And most people are looking to next year's draft anyway for the better quarterback crop. So I don't know if you take a shot on a guy that's a buck ninety and five ten. There's still too many unknowns with him. And yes, he looked great in the Big Twelve, but this is big boy football. I, how many hits can a guy take at a buck ninety five ten before you start going? Oh, boy. Yeah, that's not going to last. Uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Don't see it happening. No. Um, yeah, you never know, but 
there there seems like Tampa is sort of in a win now type of thing. They're not building for the future. Right. You know, with Bruce Arians, I mean, Arians doesn't have a ton of time. It's Winston's last year on his contract. And then it leads us to the New York Giants. So another rumor around the New York Giants, Joe, I don't know if you've seen this. I'm sure you have. Uh, Jay Glazer brought it up about uh, the Giants are considering trading Odell Beckham. Yes. Which I don't buy this either. I don't know. Maybe I'm just naive here. I mean, but why would the Giants trade Odell Beckham? Like, it's... It's a big cap hit number. It's a big cap hit number, too. Unless they, the only thing I can see that is maybe, and I don't think it's the 49ers. I I think the team that wanted them last year, which was the Rams, I could see the Rams putting a package together that includes like a Robert Woods in return and get Odell Beckham Jr. and maybe a draft pick or two uh, for that. I could see the Rams going all in, uh, but that is a monster cap hit for the New York Giants. Gentlemen I don't will know. Be buried next to Jimmy Hoff out there if that yeah, happened. I, you know, People I do. I will say this: freak Giant fans like Beckham. I mean, a lot of them bitch, but. But this is Saquon's team. I think you and I will agree that the Giants have made it known that moving forward, Saquon Barkley is going to be the focus, especially of this offense and this team moving forward. It's not going to be Odell Beckham Jr. No, but it should be, or it could be. They've wasted Odell Beckham with Eli Manning. Mm. Yeah, that to me, in my opinion, Odell Beckham's career is being wasted. It's amazing that he's put up the numbers that he has with such subpar quarterback play uh, as well. I mean, I don't know, like this, to me, you look at that division, the Giants could win that division next year. Like mm. you can get, it's wide open, this division. Like the Giants don't need to be rebuilding anything. They shouldn't have been as bad as they were last year. If they mm. had a real quarterback, they wouldn't be in this position. And they can fool themselves all they want because Eli Manning beat the San Francisco 49ers in week 15 or whatever. And, um, and you know, who's they still the got offensive line problems, too, though. I mean, it's oh, not yeah. like that offensive line's going to get any better anytime soon. Well, so they, could. they should. They, they could. You know, that's a rough line. That say, is look, a you're big saying, time. look, Seattle. People said the same thing about Seattle's line. Seattle, mm. Seattle's line was bad two years ago. Three years was bad for a couple of years. Not great, but it got better. Basically, Pete Carroll said, yeah, they were, you know, they better get better. We've had the same guys for two years and struggled, right? Like, right. Um, no, I'm not, but they I'm need not to get a wide it. receiver in return, though. If you're going to trade Odell Beckham Jr., you got to get something in return because somebody's got to have somebody to throw to. So if you're getting rid of him, you better go with a Robert Woods or a good uh, a Godwin over in uh, in in the 49ers. Somebody that's got to be able to stretch the field. Otherwise, what are you doing, Giants? Now they're. Um, I don't. I think uh, the the Beckham stuff came up earlier. He's too popular to trade. It's, it's, a, you know, it's a problem for them. I get it that they have Barkley and that uh, Barkley is, you know, he's a star and all that star in the making, but Barkley, um, Barkley's not Beckham. Like Beckham, if they had a quarterback, they could really, and it would make Barkley better, right? With Beckham stretching the field for them. I mean, without, yes. without Beckham, suddenly you really, really stacked the line with Barkley, right? Like to me, I, I just don't see it happening. I don't well, see the that. 49ers have the draft capital, too. The reason that this is actually getting some traction is the 49ers hold the second and 36th pick this year in the draft. So is a number two, is that too high a, a price to pay for somebody like Odell Beckham? Would you be willing to give up a, a number two draft pick? In, I, would. Uh, I yeah? would because I like him that much, right? I think, he mm. can, I think he's that much of a game changer. Because, look, whoever you draft will not be as good as him. 
I mean, like, that's the whole thing that it's weird about the NFL. These these teams, they go through all this trouble and research and development and R&D and hours and scouts and all this stuff to find star players. But then when they get a star player, they don't want him. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. They yeah. get rid of, well, you know, he makes money. and uh, Yeah, he makes money because he's good. Well, you know, he doesn't. He doesn't completely, you know, kiss the ass of our coach or whatever. Listen, Shermer pretty much made everything about Odell, even if Odell was an heir last year. You know, right. Eli Manning would throw it in. Well, Odell Beckham, you know, if you, you know, like they protected Eli to no length. But the Giants, to me, are wasting, they're wasting time. You know, like the Cowboys are an average football team. They won that division this year. The Eagles yeah. won the year before. Like, every year, you know, no one's great in this division. If you would just step up, you know, you and put it together, like I said, it's not going to happen with Eli Manning. They need to rip the Band-Aid off. I would go with Haskins over Kyler Murray, too. That's the one thing I'd agree with you on, though. Yeah, I think, I I think, think if Haskins they do. Haskins is a better fit, you know, for the If Giants. they do, that's what they'll do. And he's a better fit size-wise, arm strength-wise. He's also... Not a guy that's going to come in and start right away, though. So you're probably stuck with Eli for one more year with Haskins tailing him and then maybe getting some reps, you know, once they they lose the first nine games or something along those lines. But I don't think they have to play (laughs) Haskins right away. I don't think there's any urgency for them to have to play Haskins and let let Manning do the farewell tour here. And you've got your quarterback for the future. Yeah. And that's something to bring into play as far as Beckham is concerned, too, if that's the plan. Right. Right. If the plan is, listen, we don't even try. We're not even going to try to win for two years. Then, hey, then trade Odell Beckham. But I don't think that's the case. I think they're going to be all in and try to win. Listen, I thought they were going to be a good team last year. I overestimated Eli Manning, to be honest with you. I thought, you know what? He can do this. Like, if you know, he, he can do this. He can't do it. He can't. You need too many things to happen for for the Giants to be successful. Between the line and Eli Manning, and it's just. Yes. The, the lack of mobility. I think you're How about ri- the defense. Don't forget the D. De- they they yeah, got plenty of holes on the defense too. So they couldn't tackle anyone. It's yeah, frustrating. Yeah, it was weird because their defense is supposed to be good. All right, exactly. Then you get the Jacksonville Jaguars, another team that needs a quarterback. But as you mentioned earlier, it seems like Nick Foles would be a good fit for the Jags. But well, who else? I mean, who the hell else is there? I mean, yeah. we're back to that conversation again. If it's not like Nick Foles, where are you going to go? I'm not and, paying Nick Foles a gazillion dollars either. He yeah. won the Super Bowl with the Eagles. Right. I give him credit for it. It was a perfect match with Peterson and Frank Reich, and it was a magical run. But the only way Nick Foles is like as successful as he was in Philadelphia is if he's surrounded by really good players and yes. brilliant play calling. Like, he's not a franchise-saving quarterback, even though he's a Super Bowl-winning quarterback. He's a stopgap, you know. And then how how motivated is he if the team is, uh, you know, 3-8 and eight in the season? How motivated is he to, to play the following year? There's risk involved. All right, then you've got, uh, you've got the Jaguars, 7. Detroit Lions, probably not taking a quarterback. Buffalo Bills, no. Denver Broncos, well, God knows what Elway will do. <laughs> Morning. Roto.
experts. There are 29 closers in baseball. Half of them will not have that job by the All-Star break. Either from Amazing. injury, and, poor performance, yeah. whatever. Yeah. Every year, half won't have it. So don't flip out in your draft over closers. All right? Mm-hmm. I want, when, I, when I'm drafting, I want one, assuming a snake draft, obviously an auction's a little different, but I want one solid closer. One solid closer. One solid guy who I who I believe is going to have the job all year long. Sundays, 8 a.m. Eastern, on the Fantasy Sports Network and on your popular podcast providers. Hi, Rick Tittle here. You may know me as the sports talk host. I can talk about all sports, football, basketball, baseball, hockey, soccer, golf, tennis, auto racing, boxing, Olympics, rollerball. But this time I'm here to talk about pain. If you have pain in your knee or your back like I do, then you should know about the Health Alert Hotline. If Medicare is your primary insurance, then you could qualify for a back or knee brace at little or no charge. I have an old injury from my football playing days. And anything that can help take that pain away and make it more manageable, that has my attention. I love the free delivery, and they take care of the paperwork for you. So if you have Medicare and need help for back, ankle, knee, or shoulder pain, please call the Health Alert Hotline at 800-428-1570. That's 800-428-1570. Agents are standing by 24-7, so go ahead and call now, 800-428-1570. Attention business owners, are you struggling while waiting for your customers to pay on their net 30, 60, or 90-day invoices? Can't get a business loan, have no equity, bad credit, or maybe no credit at all? Then you need to call AmeriFactors right now. AmeriFactors will give you cash for your invoices and there's nothing to pay back. We simply buy your account receivables and if those clients don't pay on the invoices, we take the loss. We give you funds based on your account receivables not your credit. And 98% of all applicants are approved. It's that simple. With AmeriFactors, there's no more waiting for your customers to pay. We give you the funds up front, then we wait for your customers to pay us. Fund your business today. Call AmeriFactors right now. 800-847-1183. 800-847-1183. That's 800-847-1183. Imagine this is your money and someone wants to take it from you. Who is it? The IRS. They want your money. And guess what? They can legally take it, all of it if they want. Remember, they sent you that letter that said, hey, you owe us a bunch of cash and we're going to take it from you. So what do you do? Fight back by letting our team of experts at the tax helpline work it out with the IRS so you can keep your money. And we're good at what we do. When you hire us, you get a team of guys on your side that know the IRS laws and will fight to save your money. So if you owe the IRS a ton of cash and you want to keep it, call right now and learn for free how we can help you put it back in your pocket. 800-932-1749. That's 800-932-1749. Between Arizona first overall, Raiders fourth, maybe the Giants sixth, maybe Giants sixth, maybe Jacksonville seven, and then you get into uh, you get into potential trades. We mentioned Denver. I don't know. Who knows what Denver's going to do? They bring Joe Flacco in right now. Whatever they do, you know uh, he'll pick the wrong guy, essentially. Like, he's... 
he's going to like some weird, oh, no, we'll go, we'll go with this guy in the second or third round. But the Broncos, they've got Flacco uh, right now. Cincinnati Bengals could be a plate 11, actually, which yep. that wouldn't surprise me either. That that could be a yep. good fit for Kyler Murray. And uh, that's why yeah, the prop is well, nine and a half. Don't sleep on Drew Locke either. We haven't talked about him, the Missouri quarterback. Yep. He's the only kid that in of all of them, including Haskins, that actually played as close to a defense that you might see in the NFL and the SEC. So he's got a big arm. He's a big dude. He's a guy that's not going to go there and get intimidated by the defenses. He has seen some of those schemes in the SEC. You know, don't forget, the problem with Haskins and Kyla Murray is they played in division with no defense. There are no NFL schemes that they they saw at Ohio State, the Big Ten, or in the Big 12. Drew Locke is the most ready-to-start play this year of the quarterbacks with good coaching he does have some accuracy problems but he's got the arm Elway's already come out and said he really really likes this kid he could be an, an absolute sleeper and be and be he's the first quarterback off the board he's a yeah very, he's a good fit for Denver and Flacco's a short-term yep. answer so yep. they could draft a quarterback I don't have a problem Cincinnati if, too if yeah. they draft Cincinnati. a Drew Locke I think it's a good fit uh, well you never know right I mean we're all we're speculating all of us are speculating right, uh, right now now, uh, there's speculation as far as Kaepernick is concerned. So Kaepernick wins his lawsuit. Well, wins the lawsuit. The NFL basically settles <laughs> because yeah. they know they're screwed. I mean, they weren't going to win. I guarantee you they said things on text messages, emails that they didn't want to be out there. And Garagos did a great job of saying, give me your all your cell phones. That's 855-325-1780. What the happened last night? You find out the morning after. Let's do this thing. morning after. Good morning. I am Gabriel Morenzi alongside Joe Ranieri. I'm live. Studio 34, Midtown Manhattan, New York City. Joe Ranieri in uh, Miami, uh, Florida, throwing it uh, down. Uh, Fantasy Sports Radio and Television Networks. Phil Savage uh, will join us in about uh, 15, 20 minutes time. All this talk about NFL with me and Joe. We'll be joined by someone who knows what the hell they're talking about. <laughs> yeah. And then we'll immediately go bet it. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. We're, we're just speculating. We'll, we'll bring in a guy who ran the senior bowl. Uh, he exactly. ran the senior bowl uh, for all these years. Now, speaking of Miami, actually, I see Kirk Cousins upset Viking fans with a tweet about Miami. So uh-huh. Miami, um, uh, Miami, um, Miami Dolphins, of uh, course, uh, in the quarterback uh, mix right now, what they're going to do with Tannehill, where they're going to bring someone in. So Kirk Cousins did a Q&A for some reason. Miami Viking quarterback, uh, Miami Viking, Minnesota Viking quarterback, Kirk Cousins, highly excitable person who enjoys sharing his thoughts uh, with fans on Twitter. All right, he tried to do something nice. All right. Uh, in 2010, I was mad at King James for leaving Cleveland, but I've been in Miami for a total of five minutes, and now I totally understand. <laughs> yeah, he was he was uh, congratulating and saying that uh, the weather here, he understands why people love it. Min, uh, Minnesota Vikings says, whoa, you can go 0-16 next year, and the fans in Minnesota won't be as upset as they are yeah. if you're taking a subtle shot at our cold weather. 
Mm-hmm. I think people need to yeah. chill. Like, you know, there's a lot of things to bitch about, like Kirk Cousins yeah. for, but I'm not sure this is one of them. Yeah, he was just saying, like, the weather is, I get it. You know, I know why LeBron left Cleveland for Miami. I get it. You know, he was just joking. Like, you can take a chill pill, Vikings fans. Damn. Yeah, yeah. If you want, you want to bitch about him sucking, that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. $84 million worth of suckness. Yes, I get it. But, you know, the weather is not something to, to, to sit there and bash on him about. And he really did suck, too. Like, uh, yeah, he yeah, really did. Yeah. They were better with Case Keenum. Yeah, underperforming. They just didn't meet expectations. They should have been way better than they were. Right, yeah, so Phil Savage uh, will step up and join us. You got a question for Phil, actually. Fire us off a tweet. And uh, if it's a good question, maybe we'll get it in. Mm. Morning after Fantasy Sports Radio Network continues. Dad, what are you doing? Cramming for college. I'm the one going to college. Yeah, but we need to figure out how we're going to pay for it all. Discover Student Loans. Discover does student loans? Yeah. They're one of the top student loan lenders in the country. It takes 15 minutes or less to apply, and there are no fees for the life of the loan. Best of all, I can earn cash rewards if I get good grades. Really? Yeah. We still have time to apply and get a great rate. So I can just chill. College kids still say that, right? No one says that, Dad. Really? Yeah. Visit discoverstudentloans.com to apply today. Limitations apply. Indeed knows finding the right hire takes time away from your business. Hiring a qualified data engineer felt like a second job. More job seekers use Indeed than any other site, so there's no better place to find someone with the skills you're looking for. I needed someone with a master's in computer science and database experience. Plus, Indeed screener questions help you find your shortlist fast. Now I'm back to having just one job. See why more than 3 million companies work Worldwide, use Indeed to hire. Post your job at Indeed.com slash hire. Indeed, the world's number one job site. Source comes on school for visits. Hi, I'm Keith Urban. I believe every child is entitled to a complete and inspiring education. Music education programs in our schools help kids learn, socialize, gain confidence, and stay in school. But they need your help to survive. Mr. Holland's Opus Foundation gives school music programs the instruments they need to make this opportunity available to every student who wants to play. With your help, we can keep music alive in our schools and give all kids the education they deserve. Visit mhopus.org now to find out how you can help. Improve visibility and save $8 on a pair of Rain-X Latitude wiper blades. Plus earn double points during Old Rewards Member Appreciation Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Ensure clear vision in any weather and save $8 on a pair of Rain-X Latitude wiper blades at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better part, better prices every day. Limit supply. See store for details. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. I weighed 329 pounds. I was a heart attack waiting to happen. I got Andro 400. It makes me not so hungry. I started noticing more energy. I noticed my belly was starting to shrink up. I started seeing weight come off. 80-some pounds. I went from 330 to 245. For a 56-year-old guy to lose that much weight, it took something, brother. I feel great. I feel like I was when I was 35 years old. That was Ruben. Now listen to what Josh says about Andro 400. Well, I'll tell you, man, that stuff really works. It was insane. I've heard the commercials walk for a decade. I was like, I'm just going to try it. My pants are, like, falling off. It really works. I bought suits last year for my new job, and they're falling off of me. It's insane. Guys, if you want to lose belly fat, gain energy, strength, and muscle, and look and feel years younger, try Andro 400, the safe, natural, and affordable way to boost your testosterone. Go to andro400.com or call 888-400-0435. That's 888 888- 
400-0435, andro400.com. All right, nice call to the song here as um, this song is a nice reminder to pat ourselves on the back for cashing Joe Harris to winning the three-point competition. And uh, you know what? We would have won the skills competition as well with Trey Young. Uh, but uh, Jason Tatum hit that stupid shot from half court. NBA skills competition. I am uh, Marenzi alongside Joe Ranieri. Yeah, we didn't recap uh, that at all. Feels like it was uh, like last week, but <laughs> the the slam dunk contest sucks. All right. It's just the last good one was in Toronto with Aaron Gordon and Zach Levine. Since then, man, I mean, the guys can't even dunk it, let alone like do something cool. And it's frustrating because, in, you know, they, if they just kept it simpler and has sort of like raised it up as opposed to doing trying something really, really hard out of the gate, you can't do it. All the air comes out of the building. But it's to the point right now. Listen, we're in a three ball era right now, Joe. People mm-hmm. like the long ball. It's not like the home run. Like the home run derby's really come on. Like the home run derby's cooler. It's one baseball thing that's really cool. And the home run derby used to be kind of lame and long, but. They've really done a great job of the home run derby now. It's better than a slam dunk contest, actually. But I'm thinking it's almost anticlimactic. It's almost like the headliner should actually be, Joe, the, the three-point uh, contest. Because the slam dunk contest just sucks so hard, and it's boring. It takes forever. It doesn't go anywhere. It's anticlimactic. Either you get some better players in this thing, or you can't have the slam dunk contest as the main event anymore because it's not the main event anymore. It sucks. No, two things that annoyed the living crap out of me about the All-Star game. One is the slam dunk competition, because first of all, you should have to actually be voted an All-Star in order to compete in a damn All-Star game slam dunk contest, okay? You got guys participating in it who weren't even All-Stars, so I don't know what the hell they're doing. Be like Disney. Disney does this every year. They reevaluate the rides in their park. They look at what the worst rides were, and they went, you know what? Out. Let's put something new in here. And I think it's time that maybe they do the Disney approach and say, you know what? Let's get away from the slam dunk competition. It's not working. Come back to it in three, four, five years. Give people a chance to miss it. And then it will have a little more flair. But the way it's set up right now is is just terrible. And the other thing, Gabe, that drives me nuts is we had the 20 greatest NBA, actually just the 20 greatest basketball players on planet Earth. We're on a time on a court together and we couldn't get five minutes of balls to the wall basketball from these guys where they actually challenged each other. And I don't think it's too much as a fan to go, you know what? Can just for five minutes, like one quarter, you guys all buckle down and let us see what it would be like to have the game's greatest on earth compete against each other. Drives me crazy. Um, Number one, I'll agree with number two. I won't. And number one, yeah, no, number one, I, I get it. And it's a good point that you raise that at least if you're not going to do the superstar, megastars, okay, they, they don't want to do the slam dunk stuff. At least state that, all right, the slam dunk participants will be from the all-star rosters. And you you, you ask the guys, all right, which one of you guys will do it? Some of them would do it. You know what I mean? Not you know, LeBron and some of them wouldn't, you know. But, you know, some of them would. That, I think that's a good, it's not a bad idea, actually. You actually have to be an all-star to be in the slam dunk contest would be a good start. <laughs> but as far as the flow of the game, I think it's entertaining. It was offensively. It was fun. Um, the fourth quarters are often pretty competitive, Joe. 
except this year was just a little different in a sense because there was a blowout. So it was a blowout, and then one team came back on after the Mm -hmm. fact. So you can't say, like, Team LeBron didn't try in the fourth quarter. They tried. You can't say that Team Giannis didn't try earlier in the game, right? It just sort of, it was the flow. It was a weird flow of the game. I don't mind the exhibitionness of it. And, you know, the dunks and the alley-oops and, you know, the, the the Steph Curry bounce pass to the Greek Freak was awesome. From a, from a better's perspective, the game goes over the number, which I like. <laughs> yeah, I, I exactly. Didn't have a, I didn't have a problem with. But I get it. I get it. But but as far as... Um, when are you going to have that... Qual- or these guys competing against... You're never going to have that. The only time you have it is at the All-Star game. And I'm just saying it would nice to be sense of urgency. Let's like to really have these guys go at each other and let's see... Who's the best? You but know what I mean? they are trying me. because they want to win the MVP, right? They are selfish. There is money at stake. Yeah. They do have egos. They right. were competing, Joe. They were competing. I mean, they're not going to elbow each other in the face. Right. You know, in, in, in the all-star game. But I think I think they were competing. Look, it's better than the Pro Bowl. It's better than oh, the NHL it, yeah. all-star game. Oh. Well, the NHL, I give credit to the NHL because at least they've adapted. The NHL all-star game is by far the most fan-friendly. I think, anyway, had they given access to the stars and what they've been doing. I like the way they've mixed it up, you know, with the three-on-threes and done that. It, it we, We're not getting that in the NBA with the with the slam dunk. We're getting the same old, same old. And teams like, you know, and, and leagues like baseball and the NHL, they're adapting some of their, uh, you know, some of these other things into the competition, which I think is actually pretty cool for the fans. I think I look. I've been. I was at an NBA All Star Weekend, and I liked it. Like I paid for it. I didn't have a problem with it. I felt, you know, what I mean, I was like, oh, that, that was cool. Um, mm. I wasn't at the dunk contest. I was at the Friday night. And I was at the Sunday, so I wasn't at the dunk contest. But the dunk contest was actually really good uh, that year. It was the last year uh, that it was. For me, I mean, I don't, it's one of these deals. You don't have to fix what isn't broken. I think the NBA All-Star Weekend is a very popular one. I think diehard NBA fans love it. Mm. But I think the slam dunk contest needs to be addressed. Yeah. It needs to be addressed. I think your idea is good. That Hey, you know, it doesn't yeah. have to be LeBron James and Kevin Durant, but you got to be in the damn game at least. Yeah, exactly. And it. don't or tell me, me some, some of these guys wouldn't do it. Like a guy like Ben Simmons is an example. Yeah. I saw Ben exactly. Simmons. There was a time in the, in the All-Star game. He sort everyone stood around. He came in. He did a really cool dunk. You know what I mean? Mm. And it wasn't like anything spectacular. He came in, bam. It was an aggressive dunk, boom. Even Ben Simmons in in, in this thing would be cooler, right? Well, you know, just me, like as you stated, anybody even if under just six All-Stars. four. How about you got to be under six four in order to compete in it, okay? Because Steph Curry dunked. That was one of the most impressive dunks I've seen because the guy's not six eleven. So I, it it would be nice to give give us a height restriction. Everyone under six four are the only people that can compete. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Give me Spud Webb, man. That's why Come I on. thought Dennis Smith could win. I mean, he had to actually have to dunk uh, to win. Yeah. <laughs> yes, they have to. That's, that's what's frustrating, too. It's a slam dunk contest. Yeah. And what do you mean you can't dunk? Like, guys are like yeah. 0 for 4 and stuff, 0 for 5. Yeah. It's just, you know what? It just yeah. simplify the dunks. So come out, dunk, easy, all right? And then sort of raise it up a notch. Change the scoring system. As opposed to guys are all cold and stuff. They don't even get practice dunks, right? So they're all right. cold. They're exactly. standing there. And then suddenly, all right, you got to go first. And you got to go up and do it. But listen, it's an all-star weekend. It's for fun. 
I'm not going to be one of these Scrooges. Rah, 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 rah. You know, I hate this. I hate that. I love the NBA All-Star Weekend. I just don't. I just think the dunk contest sucks. But I used to think the home run derby was dumb. It was too yeah. long. Chris right. Berman would drive me crazy with the back, 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 back. But Berman doesn't do it anymore. And if it all, it was all because of a rain delay, actually, if you remember. Remember, it was going to be oh, pouring yeah. rain in Cincinnati. And yep. they wanted the home run derby. And they basically stated, let's go to, was it three minutes that are they at now or four? Three, I believe. I think and it's three, too. It was five. Yeah. And I think they said, you know what? We don't have time because it's raining. Yeah. So we're going to cut it. We're going to cut it to three. And it's so much better. I think it might be four, though, Joe. It's, it's just well, it was ruined. The Yankee Stadium one is when it ruined because it took nine hours and everyone couldn't believe, you know, that uh, Johnny Crackhead over there could keep hitting the ball as far as he did out of <laughs> the old Yankee Stadium. Um, but that's after that, it just started to grow longer and longer until they finally went, you know what? You're right. We got to cut this. We got we got to break it down here and give these guys a certain amount of time. Is it three minutes? I want to look. Uh, MLB home run derby. Home run derby rules. Is yeah, it no, three? They made it better. It it, it was it's definitely it it's definitely yeah. better and like fresher and it's entertaining. Like the players have fun with it. The yes. crowd loves it. Yes. No, four minutes per round. Yeah. It is four. Okay. It made a yeah, difference that you- one minute. Let me tell you something. Those of you who have never uh, swung a bat, uh, it is not easy to swing at every ball in four minutes, continuing trying to jack it out, man. It's These guys are exhausted after two or three rounds. All right, morning after continues. Phil Savage is going to step up, and then we'll talk some NFL football, a little AF as well. Can I borrow a buck? <laughs> <laughs> Where do you want to go on a vacation or honeymoon? The Caribbean, Europe, Hawaii, Mexico? How about Disney or a cruise? At Superior Cruise and Travel, we've got you covered. We'll assign you your own travel concierge. They'll help you design a custom vacation plan that you can't find online. And the service is completely free. You can't compare the value of this to any other online travel company. We can help you plan a custom vacation anywhere in the world. We even offer payment plans with no credit card required. Now you pay off your vacation on your time schedule. Call now and mention the promo code RADIO and save up to $500. Book your custom trip. Call Superior Cruise and Travel now and talk to one of the highest rated travel agencies in the country with a 5-star A-plus online rating. 800-570-9631. 800-570-9631. That's 800-570-9631. Want to fly somewhere? Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? Then call. That's right. Call the low-cost airline travel hotline now for prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. Low-cost airlines has all kinds of cheap travel deals. Fly domestically and save up to 75%. You can even fly internationally and save even more. Yes, fly anywhere in the world and save a lot of money on your plane tickets. We'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels, rental cars, even complete travel packages. So don't book your tickets until you call us first for the absolute cheapest price. Prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. Call right now for prices so low they can't be published. 
travel experts are here 24-7 to help. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? For a vacation or a new car. But today, withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Pat Boone here for Swiss America. According to The Secret War, a new Swiss America white paper, I learned that all banks are now required to spy on you and me for the government and then report any financial behavior deemed suspicious or unusual. You must read The Secret War. It's free. Truth is, I believe the government's new war against cash is really a war against us all. But The Secret is now out. So please, get and read The Secret War. Pick up your phone and call right now. 800-932-5517 Once again, that's 800-932-5517 Morning After continues, Fantasy Sports Radio Network, iHeartRadio. Sports Byline Syndication. Shout out to our television affiliates. I don't know how many of you guys heard, if you heard a commercial break there, the uh, radio promo. George Kurtz and our main man, Cam Stewart, seem to be pretty confused about what brunch is. It's not that difficult. (laughs) You hear, like, George Kurtz, like, well, when do you have lunch then? I don't know, at like three or four, George. Like, it's not that confusing. Um, Do we have, uh, is uh, Phil Savage ready to step up and in? Oh, he is. Yes, sir. So let's not uh, keep Mr. Savage waiting any longer. Uh, Phil Savage, general manager of the Arizona Hotshots, longtime executive director of the Senior Bowl, general manager of uh, the Cleveland Browns, but you already know all that. Phil Savage joins us on the program. Phil, welcome to the show. Thanks for joining us. Nope, I guess we lost him. Okay. Yeah, I can hear you guys. Oh, there you go. How you doing, Phil? Yeah, I'm good, guys. Hope you're doing well. Thank you. Hey, good stuff. Well, first things first, congratulations on the win uh, over the weekend. I'll be honest with you, Phil. Um, I'm laying it down on the AF, and I'm enjoying it. Um, I laid it down with you guys, so I was frustrated, but <laughs> but uh, only because you were 16-point favorites. But I say that, all kidding aside, you have to have almost liked what you saw. I mean, you guys came in. You were listed as the favorites. Uh, the guy, Cornegay and Sherman, went out to San Antonio, watched the evaluation, said, you know, we think Arizona's a team to beat because of their great roster. So I guess it's like as as an executive or as a coach, you sort of like to see your team get challenged a little bit and see what they're made of, right? And you saw exactly what they were made of this weekend. Yeah, I think we, we enjoyed the end result, but certainly didn't enjoy the game. I mean, it felt <laughs> like a loss for 55 minutes uh, from my standpoint. And, uh, you know, but the resilience of our team, the thing that has surprised me the most is the fact that we do have a lot of camaraderie. Our communication has been good. Uh, there's a there's a, a connection between our coaching staff and our players, and yeah. I think that really shined through late in that game because we really were not at our best. We we did not play well at all. Memphis 
uh, did some wrinkles uh, defensively that, that got us off to a slow start. And ultimately, we were able to, to put enough together and execute enough down the stretch to win the game. But anytime you can win a game like that on the road when you're not at the best, that's you not at your best, that's usually a good sign that you might have something uh, going in terms of a team. And now we can go back and correct our mistakes without moping around over a loss. We can do it from the winning side of the ledger, which is a, which is a really positive thing. And it must be nice to know exactly where your team is down. You know they can dig down deep. You talk about the communication factor and the enthusiasm factor. It's one thing that I noticed even leading into the season with, with your camp and then into week one is the enthusiasm of Coach uh, of Coach Neuheisel here. Um, how did it come to be? So you're the general manager. How does this work? I mean, did you personally hire him? Were the coaches assigned? Was you know? Did you say you know what? Rick's my guy. I think he's perfect for what I'm doing. How how did this happen with Coach Newheisel? Well, this dates back to last a year ago, uh, January. So January of 18, I'm running the Senior Bowl. Uh, Rick was there covering the event for SiriusXM, and then co-founder, one of the co-founders, Bill Poley, in the Hall of Fame general manager was there covering the senior bowl for ESPN. And he pulled me to the side one day and said, Hey, do you have five minutes? And I'm like, I think I have like three. (laughs) I'm going to be part of a new league. And he goes, I want you to be one of the GMs. And I'm like, I don't have to interview. And he said, no, he goes, I want you to be one of them. And so that really got my attention. So I, man, I thought I was, I didn't realize it worked like this. Coaches hire GMs now, right? This, this is the first time in your career it ever worked like this. Yeah, so this was uh, this was Bill and it, it, my conversation with him. And then in the meantime, he, was, he had talked to Rick about being a coach in the Alliance, and Rick was on board with it. And, you know, Rick and I worked together at UCLA back in 1990. So 28 years ago, we were together. We maintained a friendship over the years. We've worked at SiriusXM together for the last, you know, six six years or so. And so I'm not kidding you guys. Two weeks after the Senior Bowl, I reached out to Rick simultaneously to him reaching out to me. And I said, look, if I do this, I want you to be the coach. And he says, well, if I do this, I want you to be the GM. <laughs> and so that's the way we, we sort of ended up together. Uh, independent of one another. But so which one is which, Phil? Are you the hot and he's the shot? We're having fun. Are you the hot and he's the shot, or are you the shots and he's the hot? Because you got quite, quite, quite the pairing right he's, now. He's probably he's probably the shot, and I'm the not. You know, <laughs> in truth, but uh, no, we've had we've had fun putting this together, and you know the fact that the league started with basically a blank tabletop. You know, we started with a blank sheet of paper, trying to put a roster together and it's been quite a journey but to see it come to life and you know see the see the the personalities and the character uh of our players and and all of that you know come forward has been quite a ride for all of us it's certainly not been in a straight line it's been a lot of twists and turns but i think everybody that's involved with it at least from a hot shot standpoint would say that they've had a very positive experience so far 
Hey, Phil, uh, Joe Ranieri here. And, uh, you know, I think people forget, too. I mean, the story today regarding the league is that it needed a influx of cash. And, you know, well, so did the uh, the Oakland Raiders and the AFL back in the day when Ralph Wilson uh, lent them 400000 to keep the league afloat. What is your sense of the future of this league? Is it hopefully getting the NFL to support it and maybe uh, sponsor it moving forward? Or are we going to have to keep, do you think, looking for donors to keep this thing afloat and keep it going? Yeah, I would be speaking out of turn in terms of some of those things you're mentioning, but I know that we've been told, the GMs of the league and the head coaches of the league have been told that, you know, that they have at least three to five years worth of investment uh, in this. And I think that the key phrase in all this is that we're trying to do something as a startup, and it's Mm. a work in progress. And I think it just depends on your perspective and who you choose to believe in terms of the story that was out there this morning. We've not been given any any indication whatsoever uh, that this was on shaky ground. We were told that there was a change in the payroll company, and that and then with the president's holiday yesterday, uh, that the players would in fact be paid today, and and all of our guys have been paid, and they'll be paid again on Friday. So. I think if you connect dots, you can frame it one way. If you go the other direction, you can say that, hey, this is an investor that likes what he sees, and uh, we're moving forward. That's so, the way I look at I it, Phil. That, yeah, I, people I don't come say, in with $250 million for a dead product after two weeks, right? And I didn't read – I looked at it, and I didn't read it of, like, ooh, they're in trouble. I mean, whatever. Maybe the run of the investors change or, or whatnot, but – yeah, I think, you know, the, the product kind of speaks for itself coming out of the gate and a successful man as well running an NHL franchise. So I, you know, I, I think the future should be bright, as you stated, for the next three to five years. Well, what I would say, too, is, you know, when you have the media partners that this league got before it ever played one game publicly, the fact that the NFL Network joined up, TNT, CBS, CBS Sports Network, uh, Bleacher Report Live. I mean, those are major players in that area. And so I don't think they would have been interested if they didn't think it had some legs. So from my standpoint, you know, we're very hopeful. We're taking it day by day. You know, we adopted – I trademarked a phrase back in the summer. Uh, the AAF stands for Adaptable, Adjustable, and Flexible. And that's the way <laughs> our whole team, our coaching staff, our players, you know, we know that there are going to be – hiccups along the way because this is the first time that this has ever been done and so you know every day is a new day for us but hopefully we're building some momentum and again I think our players and coaches and and I know my staff has has really enjoyed seeing this uh, being put together. I wanted we only got about two minutes here left we were talking a lot about Kyler Murray on the program obviously a little bit about Dwayne Haskins um Vegas has set a prop over under Kyler Murray gets drafted in the first nine and a half picks. My friend Joe Ranieri says he thinks he goes after 10th, maybe to Miami, maybe a Cincinnati 11th or a 13th. I think the hype and the, the, you know, the, the level of excitement that the media hype brings around Kyler Murray will influence a GM to try to sell some tickets and, and make a fan base happy. I wish we had more time because I'd like to know the mindset. Like, do GMs actually do this sometimes? Say, you know what? I don't love this player, but this is going to get everyone off my back. But what's your opinion? Is he a top? Will he be a top 10 pick? Because whether you think he is, is two different things. Do you think he will be drafted in the first nine and a half picks? You know, from my perspective, I would say that 
you know, Kyler Murray, first of all, is not for every team in the in the NFL. Some teams are going to uh, discount him right away because of his size and because of the fact that he's essentially a one-year wonder. Uh, obviously, a number of teams don't need a quarterback, so you can take them off of the off of the list. But it only takes one. And you know, I do think the landscape has, of the league has changed to the point where a guy that is five foot nine or five eleven, who is under six feet, has a much greater opportunity to now get a, a chance to be drafted high. Uh, this is something that wouldn't even have been discussed, you know, even six, yeah. seven years ago when, when Russell Wilson came out, he ended up going in the third round. Drew Brees went in the second round. And, you know, Michael Vick was a, a different sort of athlete coming out, you know, way back in, in 99 or 2000, rather, 2001. So, you know, he was sort of a, an outlier. Uh, but I, I, I personally would have reservations because of his size. It's a big man's game. If you watch the first quarter of the Alabama game, which was a legit NFL defense, I think that that will be the tape that the naysayers will watch. Yeah. Uh, the other guy walked into watched, a sack or two, right? Well, Didn't understand the pocket. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I mean, and, and look, these defensive coordinators in the NFL don't get enough credit. They I don't know if you can hang in. you got to be able to win for them. Sorry, Phil, I don't know if you can hang in or not. Sean just said we could take a quick break. Are you right to stay just for like another three three to five minutes type thing? Yeah, I can do that. I'll hang on. All right, thanks. thanks. Well, Phil Savage uh, with us. I know he's busy, so we'll just do a quick. We'll finish this conversation. Quick take about Dwayne Haskins, and we'll wrap it up with the general manager of the Arizona Hotshots and former uh, head of the Senior Bowl. It's college basketball season, and the Monmouth Park Sportsbook by William Hill is your best bet to watch and wager on all the games leading up to the big tournament. Watch every minute of action on our 75-foot HD video wall. Wager on props, parlays, over-unders, and much more. Go to monmouthpark.com for hours and information. Excludes New Jersey college teams and college events taking place in New Jersey. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Calling all drivers. Want a career that will take you places? Then Coach USA and Megabus is the place for you. Coach USA and Megabus, leaders in the local and intercity bus transportation industry, are looking for career-minded, conscientious drivers with a valid CDL Class A or B license with passenger endorsement. They offer paid training, competitive salary, and many benefits. Apply now and start driving to a better future. Visit CoachUSA.jobs. That's CoachUSA.jobs. your vehicle is riding rough, it may be time for new shocks or struts. Right now at O'Reilly Auto Parts, buy a combination of two or four select Monroe or Rancho shocks and struts and get up to an $80 Visa gift card by mail. Improve your ride with Monroe or Rancho shocks and struts at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Limit supplies. See store for details. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. I had great results. I lost 70 pounds. I weighed 265 and went down to 195. My doctor told me, if it works for you, then do it. But a lot of people say to me, how did you lose the weight? I said, I take an Andro 400 every day. I'm going to take it forever. That was Walt talking about Andro 400. Now listen to what Bob has to say. When you listen to your radio commercials, you say that's not possible. But since I've experienced it, your commercials aren't strong enough. I am 76 and I've had a belly for way too long. My whole body is 
shrinking, my energy level has gone up, and the only thing different is Andro 400. It's great stuff. I tried other products and nothing happened. Guys, if you'd like to lose stubborn belly fat, gain energy, and feel years younger, try Andro 400, the safe, natural, and affordable way to boost your testosterone. Go to andro400.com or call 888 888- 400-0435 andro400.com Hi, I'm Keith Urban I believe every child is entitled to a complete and inspiring education Music education programs in our schools help kids learn, socialize gain confidence and stay in school but they need your help to survive Mr. Holland's Opus Foundation gives school music programs the instruments they need to make this opportunity available to every student who wants to play With your help we can keep music alive in our schools and give all kids the education they deserve. Visit mhopus.org now to find out how you can help. And the poll question, uh, the votes keep coming in. 57% you say they think that Kyle or Murray will be taken in the top uh, first nine picks. 43% say over. Uh, nine and a half. So Phil Savage, we're lucky enough to have the former executive director of the uh, the Senior Bowl uh, with us. Phil Savage, now the general manager of the Arizona Hotshots, uh, talk a little NFL uh, draft. So, so Kyler Murray, interesting. One thing I was talking about this earlier. I was reading an interview that Peter King did with uh, with Lincoln Riley, and he said 89% of the time, actually, they crunched the numbers. 89% of the time, the Kyler Murray stayed in the pocket. He's basically stating that, you know, size isn't an issue and it never came into play with the plays that he called. And as you mentioned, Phil, a couple of years ago, this would be unheard of. And quite frankly, as well, it's not like the Big 12 have the best defenses with all due respect to their defenses. So, but we see Mahomes, we see, we see Baker get it done for the Big 12. Is there a changing of an opinion with Big 12 quarterbacks now? Well, I was just going to say that because of Baker Mayfield, because of Patrick Mahomes, people are more apt to believe that Kyler Murray can do it. I think one of the differences, though, in my estimation, is that Baker Mayfield, who was at the Senior Bowl, you know, he's a he's a six-footer, but he's sturdy. He's got a big set of legs. He's got a ruggedness to him. And, you know, Murray is slight. He's 190, 195 pounds. And, again, it's a big man's league in the NFL. I do think that the nature of the league is changing. There's a trickle-up effect from college. And I'll give you a quick example just from my own perspective. Okay, so 18 months ago, I'm at Wake Forest looking at another player for the Senior Bowl, and I also took a glance at a quarterback there named John Walford, who was a six-foot quarterback. Well, I'm looking at him through the lens of an NFL evaluator trying to find the best of the best, right? So we bypass John Walford for the Senior Bowl, but then 18 months later, I'm the GM of the Arizona Hotshots. Rick Neuheisel is our head coach. We're going to run an RPO sort of college-based offense, and who comes on our radar? John Walford, because we felt like, despite his height, he could operate in this system. And, of course, in the first game, he was the player of the week for the Alliance. Last week, he helped us uh, come from behind and win that game. So my point is is that if a team or organization is willing to truly wrap an offense around Kyler Murray, which obviously they would be willing to do if they take him in the top ten, then maybe it can work. But I just worry about the durability of 16 weeks plus preseason camp plus the playoffs. I mean, there's a reason 
that all the defensive linemen and offensive linemen are 300 plus in most cases. I mean, it is a big boys league, and I just would worry a bit that you know he is a slight framed, shorter quarterback. You better know what you're doing to keep him out of harm's way. Hey Phil, who is? Uh, give me two names here, defensive side of the ball that are game changers in this draft. Oh, wow. You know, Quinn and Williams, obviously, I'm very familiar with having done the radio for them uh, for nine years prior to this past season. And when Jonathan Allen and that group of seniors finished up with Alabama a few years ago, when they were asked who's the next big thing in Tuscaloosa, they said Quinn and Williams, who was a redshirt that year. And it mm. took a, it took another year uh, beyond what they thought, but he was dominant this year. I think that, you know, he's a three-down defensive tackle, which clearly puts him in the top five of this draft. Uh, but he's a guy that I would throw out there, and then obviously people are focused on Nick Bosa. I have not studied Nick Bosa, uh, but I do think that because of what the success his brother has had, that helps. And then the fact that he really does play hard, and he's got the size dimensions, the speed ratio that people are looking for. So those are two guys just right off the top of the draft that will go very high. Uh, me and Joe were talking earlier, Phil, about this being a defensive-heavy draft, at least in the first round. Is that a fair assessment, at least it seems, in the first top ten picks? You know, Ed Oliver, the kid out of Houston as a player, a lot of people talk about Gary, uh, Michigan Wolverines, Greedy mm. Williams, uh, the DB is it a defensive heavy draft uh, this year? Is the talent pool uh, more on defense? Well, it certainly appears that way. And the fact that, you know, there's question marks surrounding all these quarterbacks, uh, certainly heading into the combine. But, yeah, all of the all of the top names, if you look at the mock drafts that have come out here in the last few weeks, it is a very defensive-oriented uh, situation. And, you know, in, in that in that scenario, uh, you guys talked about, you know, the GM chair. There may be a GM or two out there that would be willing to say, hey, we're going to have plenty of defensive players in the second, third round because there's so many that are going to go in the uh, first round. You know, let's let's jump in there and take the best offensive players. So we'll see how it all shakes out. You know, it's so early. Yeah. You know, all the scouts have done yeah. their evaluations. They've been through the all-star season. They've got their board semi-set. Uh, uh, but the GMs and the head coaches in the league haven't really seen these guys yet until they get to the combine, unless they saw them at an all-star game. So there's a lot that will change between what we know now and what will actually happen by the end of April. Man, there's so much I'd like to ask you about the smoke screens. Maybe in the future, if you have time again, we can just sort of about how much influence do owners have in basically not knowing much about football, saying, hey, I watch TV and I want this guy, or I think we can sell tickets with this guy. And how much is, like, not true? Like, uh, just quickly on this, like, when you were in the league, did you ever read something about a player leading into the draft and know, man, that's Jim in this city talking smack about this guy? <laughs> like, did you, like, just read right through some of these things sometimes? Yeah, I think it's even more prevalent now where there was social media and the fact that you have so many people with opinions about the players and the teams that – there's a lot of misinformation, more so now than ever before, uh, and just the, the volume of information. You can get lost. I call it the fog of confusion. But if you start <laughs> worrying about ticket sales and those sorts of things, then you're going to be buying tickets to go to the game. And so you've got you've to have the right flight instruments, I always called it. 
in terms of being able to evaluate the each and each player is in his own individual uh, talent, and you've got to be able to assess that and figure out how he fits in with your roster. And you know, the crazy thing is, is we focus all this attention on the top ten of the draft and the first round, and you know, like a third of the players in the Super Bowl yeah. were undrafted yeah. between the Rams and the Patriots. So it truly is an inexact science, and it's all about the players ability to persevere and find the right system with the fit with the coaches and the scheme that ultimately decides whether he can play in the NFL for long term or not. I've heard that before. Super Bowls are really won in in, in the third, fourth, fifth, sixth round. All right, last question, because I know you're busy and we're we're back against it here too. You said there's sort of question marks about every quarterback. We're in New York, uh, we're we're out of New York. There's a lot of talk about Dwayne Haskins and how he seems to be a nice fit. What's the positives and the negatives about Dwayne Haskins' game from an NFL perspective, uh, Phil? Well, I think the positives are that, you know, he's going to, to meet the size requirements. He's got a big arm. Uh, he was in a throwing offense this year at Ohio State. So, you know, he, he put the ball in the air a lot. He's going to have a, a lot of experience from that standpoint. But like Kyler Murray, we've really only seen him for one year Uh Ohio State can out-personnel most every team they play. So there aren't a lot of challenges. You know, you're shooting fish in a barrel oftentimes when you're at a school like that. And so, again, you've got to just zero in on what the player represents physically and then also what he's going to bring off the field as well. Obviously, from New Jersey, it would be a a nice fit in terms of, uh, you know, fan – you know, the fans and having one of their own quarterback, the New York Giants, which a lot of people are trying to forecast him to, I want to say at pick six. But uh, with Haskins, again, I, I think that the size and the talent is there. I think the experience and the fact that he's only had one year of major college playing, I think that will be a bit of a concern for some of the evaluators, for sure. Phil Savage with us, general manager of the Arizona Hot Shots. Phil Great stuff, man. Love talking football with you. We wish you the best of luck uh, this week in Salt Lake. We'll be watching as you guys attempt to go to 3-0. and uh, Best of luck with the hot shots, and thanks a lot for taking the time to be with us, man. Guys, I appreciate it. Thank you for the time, and uh, yeah, we'll catch up later in the season. No worries. Hey, great stuff with Phil Savage, man. Hey, you know, Joe, we can just, I love talking to guys that actually know, right? I mean, yeah, I'm just a loudmouth. Yeah. I'm a guy that bets on football. I watch it. Oh, I know this, that. Like, <laughs> to, to be a guy that ran the senior bowl, to be in the room, to be behind yep. the scenes, right? I, uh, it's just it's an honor to talk to guys like that. Yeah, and uh, there, it is going to be a defensive. Uh, there's going to be some defensive players here, and certainly anybody that comes out of Alabama is going to be a is going to make a difference on somebody's defense. So between uh, between him and and Bosa, I wonder how much of Bosa people are really living off of his brother. You know, his brother. Some As people say he's better he than did. his brother. It, and and we've gotten that. I've also gotten that, too. So uh, I know the odds are, if I'm not mistaken, uh, Bosa is, what, minus 175, 160, somewhere along those lines to be in the first draft. So there are a lot of people think they're going to go defense and uh, and Arizona is going to go with uh, with Bosa. A lot of people like the Josh Allen. There's a new new Josh Allen. There's another yeah, Josh Allen. Yeah, kid from Kentucky is a beast, yeah, dude. Yeah, beast. Physical. Oh, man. Uh, Ed Rusher. Like it. 
Yeah, not related, but they are definitely yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, definitely not related, but they are. He is a game changer off of the edge, too. And uh, there's a few of those guys in this draft that I think really can shape some teams' defenses. And uh, do you take a risk on a quarterback that there's so many questions? I think what Phil said is perfect about Kyler Murray. He's not for everybody. And if you do take that chance with him, especially in the top ten, then you got to be prepared to change everything about whatever your philosophy is currently with offense, offense coordinator. You got to revamp everything, how you draft the, the weapons you get him. Everything changes with him. It's not just a plug and play kind of guy. That's why I think Dwayne Haskins is a good fit for the New York Giants. That is a yep. plug and play, right? Yep, Big absolutely. Dude, hey, let it let it rip, kid. Let let it rip. But he needs a year. I mean, I think he you're you're bringing back Eli anyway. Yeah. So why you not? You bring back Haskins? Eli. You let him have the retirement swan song yep. at least in New York. I don't know if he exactly. wants to retire, but you know what I mean. At least here, and you let him know this is for real, yep. Eli. We got this guy now, right? Well, you know who they might trade for. This just came across. Uh, Antonio Brown just met with the Steelers owner and posted that they cleared the air and they both agreed it's time to move on. So Antonio Brown and the Steelers have agreed to trade him. So now the question is, where does Antonio Brown land? Yeah, that that yeah. We'll we'll hit this tomorrow. It's like sands yeah. in the hourglass. <laughs> there he is. Yeah. Yeah, look at they posted a picture together and everything. So these guys, uh, it happened just here in South Florida, just about 15 minutes ago. It came out and said that uh, they're both on the same page, and the Steelers uh, will in fact be searching for trade partners. I saw a picture of the All Star Game, um, Anthony Davis and and <laughs> Antonio Brown. So I'm thinking, oh God, like really, like he's the last guy you should be hanging around right. with here, Anthony Davis. No. Uh, and, and how and, would you like to be a New Orleans fan saying like, all right, so you, we're worried you're going to get injured. You take yourself out of the game. You leave the stadium last game. But, oh, yeah, you can for you can play in the All-Star game. No problem, though. Like, that's not an issue. I, I, it's just a smack in every New Orleans Pelicans uh, fan's face every time that guy opens his mouth or every time he goes on a court. I don't think he's going to play again for him. I really don't. No, and at this point, he probably shouldn't. But why risk it yeah. if you're them? You know, what, you, you want, you, what is he going to do? You're not making the playoffs. Yep, and you're, gonna, you're trying to trade him after for the best value. Yep. You're not yep. going to get the best deal if he breaks his pinky or his thumb. And I don't know, dude. The guy seems to be hurt more than I'm hungover, Joe. So, you know. That's, yep. And it's just a bad look. And how do you go into that locker room? I mean, if I'm him, it, just deactivate him. I don't think he plays Thursday. I think they're just going to shelve him and say, we'll deal with you in the summertime. You know, I'm going to be going to uh, Toronto on Friday, actually. I'll be good for the morning. I might leave, like. 10 minutes before last segment or something to get a train to the airport, but nice. uh, we got DeMar DeRozan returning to Toronto. Kawhi Leonard That's and the Spurs. Right. Big game. Uh, yeah, it should be a good time. So great stuff yep. today. Thanks to, uh, to Sean. Great job, Sean, uh, getting uh, getting both yes. Mark Berman and Phil Savage. More of that to come. we start kicking ass with some great sports talk, some great guests. Thanks to Joe Ranieri and everyone else. Thanks to you for tuning in. Other night, you're on your own later. Ooh. Attention business owners. Are you struggling while waiting for your customers to pay on their net 30, 60, or 90-day invoices? Can't get a business loan? Have no equity, bad credit, or maybe no credit at all? Then you need to call AmeriFactors right now. AmeriFactors will give you cash for your invoices and there's nothing to pay back. We simply buy your account receivables and if those clients don't pay on the invoices, we take the loss. We give you funds based on your account receivables 
not your credit. And 98% of all applicants are approved. It's that simple. With AmeriFactors, there's no more waiting for your customers to pay. We give you the funds up front, then we wait for your customers to pay us. Fund your business today. Call AmeriFactors right now. 800 847 1183. 800 When you call, you'll speak with a Social Security disability expert and get a free evaluation to see if you may qualify for disability insurance benefits from the U.S. government. That's right, a monthly cash payment paid directly to you from the Social Security Administration. Whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied disability benefits, call now. The disability attorneys at Pinnacle Disability can help you build your case, file an appeal, and represent you at no upfront cost to you. Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now. Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? For a vacation or a new car. But today, withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Pat Boone here for Swiss America. According to The Secret War, a new Swiss America white paper, I learned that all banks are now required to spy on you and me for the government and then report any financial behavior deemed suspicious or unusual. You must read The Secret War. It's free. Truth is, I believe the government's new war against cash is really a war against us all. But The Secret is now out. So please, get and read The Secret War. Pick up your phone and call right now. 800-932-5517 Once again, that's 800-932-5517 The best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your Daily Roto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. The Arizona Cardinals draft first up. They're first up. They drafted Josh Rosen last year. They hire Cliff Kingsbury. We know, so Cliff Kingsbury said, and this he said this before, he was actually a head coach of a National Football League team, but he said, uh, if, I, if I was in control, I would take Kyler Murray first overall. He's going to be a superstar. You'd be crazy not to take him. I think he actually believes that. I mm. think I think he believes that, uh, Joe. And yeah. I, Cliff Kingsbury, if they gave Cliff Kingsbury this job, they obviously like him, and if you give Kingsbury the job, you have to let him... Live, live or die with the players that he wants to. Ugh. Kyler Murray's a better fit for Kingsbury's offense than Josh Rosen is. 
Uh, you and I both know. First of all, Josh Rosen wasn't a very liked guy uh, coming out of college in the draft anyway. And, uh, you know, his mother is a neurosurgeon. His father is some crazy doctor. He's too I mean, rich. He's a free thinker. Motivation was always a problem with Josh Rosen is whether or not he would be motivated enough to to give everything towards the NFL, which is what is I still I never unknown. bought that, though, before. Like, Peyton Manning grew up rich. Eli Manning right. grew up rich. Like, you know what I mean? Like, Tom Brady didn't grow up poor yeah but then you got to look he's already had a shoulder injury right you've got a you got a question a guy coming from that background especially in the medical background how many hits are they going to let this kid take in the head before the parents step in and say i don't think so anymore and he is that kind of mama's boy it's been proven in the past but the problem with the cliff it's a little hard but the problem okay let me just i'm going to say I'm going to write this down. Joe does not like Josh Rosen. So we're learning something I here. I didn't like Mom him is boy. He's soft. I don't think he represents anything that is long-term in the NFL. He was Absolutely a rookie. Not. Listen, he was a rookie. He yes, was a rookie. He, he didn't start the year. McCoy was the offensive eat. coordinator. Yeah, he doesn't. Now, he wasn't bad fair, once Byron no. Leftwich took over. I'm not giving up on Josh Rosen yet as a quarterback in the NFL. No, don't worry. His mother will give up on it. Don't worry about it. She's going to pull him out and say, here, Joshy, Josh, come over here, Josh. No, I don't want my I don't want my poor boy to get hit in the head anymore. She's a damn neurosurgeon. She's trust so, yeah, me. But I don't see how can you use you're going to use it against them. That-